Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and each week, or as often as possible, I invite a creative over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. I'm back again and this week we've got Maestro Diggy, or if some of you might know him by, Maestro, the UK hip-hop legend. He's been in the game for years and he surpassed that 10,000 hour rule time ago. He's a real pro. I've been a fan for time, but I've never really had the chance to chat to Maestro before. We've crossed paths, we've seen each other about, but when I saw him at Teacher's Show in December, I hollered straight away and we worked it out. I have a bit of a different chat this week. For an hour or so, there's a lot of chat about current affairs, thoughts on issues, flat earth and, the com- and communities. Real interesting stuff. Mice also tells us about his trip to Peru and an ayahuasca ceremony, which we compare to therapy, which I love. So that was dope. And then we eventually get to his story. We chat about his first interactions with the music scene, near-death experiences, MC into jungle and hip-hop, making music, touring the world, his time of low life, and we chat about his music in general in length. The words he speaks, the messages he pushes, etc. All through his different releases and genres. A real dope chat, I learnt loads. A load of on-the-spot thinking and exploring too, which is always fun. Go and check him at MiceDiggy, M-Y-S-D-I-G-G-I, on Instagram whilst you listen. Enjoy, this is F24. In, in 2019, yeah. when we can literally just reach out to anyone in the planet within seconds, yeah. we've realised through all these fucking Ancestry.com and this, that and the third that we're all connected a yeah. million ways over. And yet we've got this fucking stupid nationalistic movement that's pushing its way through the world. You see it in America, you see it in France, you see it in England. And you're like, but it's 2019. Like, this many, isn't 1950. How many... Okay, so in 1950, you weren't able to do this... No. Um, Ancestry.com You weren't going to be able to you So now Do you know what I mean I mean, What if they got All of these Different groups And said look If you don't really think That you know Yeah 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 If you you really want to Put it down to colour And to creed Let's 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 do this Let's see where you're from Let's do this And then we can maybe Get past this stupid Fucking round Yeah so you can be You know it's the same With the flat earth thing It's like alright bro Just go to the end of the earth (laughs) Go to the end of the earth And prove it to me Keep going. Yeah, you know, just... One thing about the Flat Earthers... <laughs> so keep going. <laughs> one thing about the Flat Earthers, right? Yeah. Why is there no rich Flat Earthers? Well, they can't be bothered with that shit, man. Because <laughs> surely, if, if it's a thing, why is there no rich ones going up in the air and mm. taking a relevant photo? There's always an excuse... I've got, yeah. mate, so I've got a mate who's a Flat Earther. Seriously. million and one excuses. Hardcore. Yeah. I saw, uh, what's his name, Eddie Bravo, he got offered, didn't he? Mm. Um, Alex Jones said, look, I'll pay for it. Yeah. And then he was like, no, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. So, uh, so it's like even people who are hardcore flat earthers, I think they, they know it's like, you know, this probably isn't real. It's, right? I tell you it's what, funny, what, what, it's what is nuts is I, I, <laughs> technology, like, I, I don't like it. I don't like social media. I don't like... Mm. I was sitting there, I've got three computers in this room and I'm just, I shout at all, <laughs> all that shit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, fucking just do this quicker by hand. But I know I can't, but anyway. Yeah. Like, and so there's part of me that don't like it and then the other part of me is like, wow, like I'm doing a project for Universal at the minute and I'm reaching out to artists all around the world mm-hmm. and I'm doing all this shit and it's just like, I couldn't do that yeah, 30 yeah. years ago. And we love it. And so how can the world be so fucking ignorant when yeah. we literally can touch each other, drop of a hat, look at each other through computer screens? Learn. Learn, yeah. understand, get knowledge, and this ignorance still flies through the world. It's I mean, the, part of it, times. Though, I think like part of it is like if you think because I used to wonder like how are these kids so stupid? You know, like I'm doing workshops and shit. Shout out to the kids mm. I do workshops with. Big up. Not all of you lot, but some of you lot do say some dumb shit every now and again. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you've got your 
Anytime I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder how that works or, or yeah. where can I get this from? I just Google it yeah, yeah. and learn from that. But someone said to me that, yeah, the reason that a lot of them is because they, all this information is just at hand. So now I don't need to memorize this shit. Listen. I can just do, 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 look at it, yeah. read it off to whoever, show off that I've found it. Now you're showing off that you found it first. You've had to use that. Yeah, as opposed to like, <laughs> right, I can remember that. You yeah. know what I mean? I know the route. I know how to walk there. Yeah, I know it's the... a weird world now, but I think that's a big part of why, like, you know, people are, are a lot more numb to yeah. certain things. You're yeah. like, wow, this doesn't, people don't care about this as much as you thought they would, as well as like the outrageousness of everything. You yeah. know, it's, it's, a, it's numbing people, man. It is numbing people. It's a very, very interesting time in history. Mm. In, many, in many aspects, and technology and the way it's affected because we're, we're watching this maybe first or second generation of kids that have literally grown up a bit yeah. it got given to us in our teens mm. we got given Nokia's in our late teens we got the internet or whatever MySpace in, in our early yeah. 20s but these my son shout out to AOL yeah. AOL all of that you know what I mean dial up tone <laughs> all of that shit killing your mum like get off the fucking yeah, internet like porn was not happening <laughs> just not just stick to pictures <laughs> just, just yeah, pics yeah fucking videos <laughs> no video. didn't even know videos would be played on the internet but these kids have I've grown up a bit and these in 50 years 100 years time looking back at what happens to these kids and how they form and behave in later life is going to be extremely interesting because it's never happened on the planet yeah. before ever and you know it's can be very strange. Things have moved so fast since the computer. What? Since I always wonder, like grandparents now, so people that yeah. are in their nineties or even eighties or whatever, like what it, to see how much technology has changed? Because in our little 30, 40 years, <laughs> the amount that's changed, you know, the amount that's changed. From crazy. Um, home okay, computer in the early car 80s. stereo before. Yeah, car it stereo. Like, it looked like a house phone. Yeah, with an aerial on it. Yeah, you know, all a bit mad chunky now. It's Bluetooth. People just got this little mad thing yeah, hanging out. And, and a little screen on their car. Yeah. It's, it's a minor thing on their car now. So in a hundred years' time, I can't even... I mean, the only thing I can think of is the, what they're saying, the chip in your... Yeah. I you just, know what I mean? I wonder what... It, yeah, but I just wonder what it's going to do to a human being. Do you, like, I how we've been living. Lazy. I Completely. think it's making us lazy. Yeah. Um, both physically and mentally. Yeah. So like what I'm talking about in terms of us trying to... Um, uh, retain information we don't have to now no. because it's at the touch of a button that's it and then also the fact that you, you're so like, you know the binge watching thing like yeah. I binge watch don't get me yeah, wrong yeah. but it's now it's so available that you could sit you could basically spend the whole day before it used to be playing computer games but now you can spend the whole day watching season one, two, three, or whatever whatever exactly is that a good or bad thing you know what I mean you're not really enjoying it the way it was made originally there's a lot of um there's a lot of gratification. There's more gratification out there than we've ever had, I suppose. Because that's gratification. Mm. It's nice. Mm. It's a nice thing to be able to decide. Oh, mm. fuck it. I've got this box here. Control, yeah. I can push control. this off. I can do this the whole day and I can just decide to do this. It's nice. But yeah, but having that, having that gratification yeah. at, to that level, and in many ways, like the phone and Instagram yeah. and the yeah. likes and the... You know, the conversation. It's addictive as well, isn't it? All that shit. It's going to be a yeah, very man, mad time. That's, to... a, that's a scary thing. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely addicted to just checking my phone. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, messages, yeah, yeah, text yeah, yeah. message, yeah, WhatsApp, you know, yeah. where the Insta, Twitter and all that. And uh, and I don't, like, I'm the same as you. Yeah. I hate it, but I have to do it. It's part yeah. of the business, yeah. you know what I mean? For these kids that love that shit, that Snapchatting left, yeah. right, center. Constant. Like, yeah, what is it going to do to your brain, man? It's, it's, it's going to be a um, very mad time to, to watch on. 
Do you I think th- I was thinking literally in 500 years time when they look back if we're still here as a planet if they look back at this time it's, I think there's going to be a real massive change in human beings around this part of world's history do you, think, do you think and do you think that'll be more um, in developed countries or that's going to be worldwide it's third world countries you know like yeah I mean it'll Papua New Guinea gonna be the, it's going to be the same I think it will eventually yeah I don't yeah. because in one way because there's going to be a force for good let's give as much information to the planet if we've got this information let everyone have the information let's all learn from it because there's obviously a good force behind the internet and behind sharing this this tool that we've got of ease do you know what I mean and apps and maps and all that it's brilliant mm. amazing technology and it can advance people in many many ways but I, I, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or like someone who's paranoid but I'm concerned about the comfort it's giving humans to the fact that we will then decide not to try and get the best out of our human self and then we just start becoming these computers. And I don't know if you've ever watched B-Movie. We're there. We're we're trained for it now. But B-Movie, where... Is it B-Movie or Wally? One of them things, there's a scene where... There's all these fat people just in these fucking, like... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's a... I what think it's B-movie, is, it? is it? Yeah, maybe it is B. The one where the dude's just getting fed everything. And they're sat in these pods yeah, and they're, they're just getting, getting fed flat, and they've yeah. got a screen. Yeah. And, and I, I, that, to me, just seems like where we're heading. I think that's Wally, isn't it? Or Wally, yeah, it might be Wally, yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah like, that, exactly. I that, can't that. see where else this goes, really. You know, like, it's, there's, the hu- yeah, humans, we're turning into that, but our food has already turned into uh, Already. That. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the fact that, um, you know, like, I'm heavily into, like, you know, eating more organic, like eating yeah. a lot less meat. I just don't bother preaching about it because I think if it's something that you're into, you'll find you'll it. You'll find it, yeah. You, know, you don't need someone, especially if you love your you yeah. bacon in the morning, you, you know what I mean? Your pork in the afternoon, your gammon in the evening, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's like you don't really want to hear. Just listen to my music or whatever. But for me, you can already tell, man, like a lot of... Um, they, they talk about like the um, nutrient density in a lot of food is way less than it used to be, like over, you know, 60, 70 years ago, yeah. because the soil has been messed around with so much. And that, so much. Yeah, so it's not yeah. organic. So then it, because when you think about it, organic means it's just grown. You just put it in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, organic soil, obviously, yeah. and then it just grows. You don't mess around with it. It yeah. might come out ugly. It might not come out the sweetest banana. Or but it's going to be. But it's good. Yeah. It's dense in yeah. um, nutrient then. But now you go into the store and buy all these, like, everything's, you know, a lot cheaper than oh. organic stuff or whatever. Not crazy amount cheaper. No. But you're buying all of that thinking, yeah, this is great value for money, but you're not actually getting the nutrients you're supposed to. It doesn't it. work. So you're constant, and then it even might be getting ill because if the pesticides are meant to kill pests, they're yeah. meant to kill insects, we're all sentient beings, we're all connected in some way. There's some How is it not going to affect yeah. us in some Which way? Which it definitely would do. You know what I mean? How is it not? And then none of that really gets put out there because... The, you know, big business, this is this is money for them all, isn't it? It's, and so to me, it's like, even our food is like that that fat guy. Yeah. It's been, yeah, no, wait, wait, don't have to grow wild. But We're again, it comes down. Gridded, it's yeah. all gridded, grown. Don't worry yourself, we've got this food. Yeah, and that's it. it. They've got, over there, right opposite each other, Tesco Express and Sainsbury's mm. Metro, back opposite each other. That's Convenience. Yeah. With a load of cheap food in there for you. Yeah. None of it, maybe 10% of it could so, be good. You know, like, um, Talk bad about Sainsbury's. They put me on, and then they put you on. Yeah, that's good. I love their croissants. 
the convenience yeah, yeah. and what it, in, in many ways in many ways that is, you're right about that we don't have to we're not running around hunting no. you know like the other day someone was asking me about oh yeah but do we have to work out why do we have to work out and i was like it's not like you have to but your body is kind of built for that yeah it's rare it's built to, to be, be used, for that. yeah, and put you to know, use. Because before, they, like we were saying, there weren't convenience stores yeah. that you could just go and get your water or go yeah. and get your little this and that. Before, you had to... Go, shop. Yeah, like run yeah, somewhere, yeah. grab <laughs> these berries from over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember there's some nuts from over there. Let me grab some of them. Carry your, you know... Water. Stuff, carry your water. <laughs> all of this stuff. Yeah. And so your body is built to yeah. do that. Now we're in a world where we don't do that that much to the point where they're like, hey... We built this place where you could come here and do the stuff that you're meant to. <laughs> no, stand on this spot and run, you know, keep doing it. The nuts are right. Just imagine the nuts are over there and the berries are over there. You know what I mean? It's all changed, man. Yeah. And um, that's what's made us lazy, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Now we're using our minds more. It's like, okay, there are all these businesses. These are the ways we get our berries and nuts, you know what I mean? There's an awful fucking... lot of... It's, it's, it's nuts, man. It's, it's, uh, again, I think it's a mad time in, in human history. And I think it's going to be very interesting. The next wave or two waves that happens after us, it, they're going to look back and say, that was the time when it all changed. Like, do you... I always wonder about... Um, because recently there's been talk about uh, civilizations that were before... So you have Egypt, then there's a civilization before Egypt. So in... Was it Cuba? Maybe they've got pyramids 4,000 years older, older than Egyptian pyramids. Egyptian pyramids. Yeah. And so, like, I'm wondering, you know, so how you're talking about, like, in 500 years' time? The waves, know? yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wow, what? I did, do we all get wiped out, then, apart from a few of us? Yeah, so, what reset? happens? Yeah. Do you reckon that? Because I'm thinking, man, that could be a possibility, and therefore we don't know how long we've been here. Yeah. We, uh, you know, like... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It goes deeper than that. When you hear... Well, I heard that the other day about... I think it was Cuba, it could have been mm. Puerto Rico, somewhere, and they've got these flat-topped pyramids. And... Um, they're there, they're, they were there 4,000, 5,000 years before the Egyptian pyramids. Crazy. You're like, the fuck? And we... Yeah. That, we still don't really get how they built them. We don't know shit. Yeah, we still don't... We still don't really they understand them. how they built Bro, them. We've I'm got theories, but we don't know. We, we heard about the logs, and they roll the big stones, but come on, man. Like, yeah, they're big fucking they, stones. Yeah, where do them stones come from? Exactly. I will not yeah. lie to you, yeah. The theories, are, I've been through the... The water theory, there's the one about how it was all, there was a lot more water that around there. Okay, and yeah. used that to Lift raise. But then recently I've been like, man, maybe there were giants on the planet. We don't know. Because they were giant animals, you yeah. know, like, uh, I think Australia was the last country yeah. to sort of have, you know, giant this yeah. and giant that. And um, when you think about as well, there was a lot more oxygen on the planet. Completely different world you know I mean? um, biosphere, like all of yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, like all of that is making things. Shit, maybe they're right. I've, I've heard about these other trees, and I think there's the roots of them are still in Canada. So, what we've got are really, they're not trees. <laughs> it sounds stupid. What, that, what we call trees here? Aren't really trees. Like, trees are literally the width of buildings. Mm. Like, massive, yeah. massive tre- And there's a few of them in Canada or somewhere like that. Yeah, I've heard about that. And that's what a tree really well, the is. the trunk? Did you yeah, see the, the trunk? trunk that's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why it's cut off. It's cut, but it's Now, nah, apparently that's not real. No? Apparently it's not real. Yeah, I think it's in Canada. Yeah. And it really does look like a tree, but... 
You gotta always look at the comments. Dude. That's it. Yeah. Always look. Well, this was actually a friend telling me and then showing me this photo and then we had yeah, this discussion. Yeah, I saw it as well, and I'm always like, hmm. Mm. And like again, all of you gotta read the comments. No, no, this is bullshit. They already keep on doing. Who's the link? Yeah. Then you feel smart. Like, nah, dude. Who knows? Real. But like, honestly, I don't put it past there being giants. Just off the fact that there were a lot less less of us here, and there are enough. There's enough evidence out there. The reason why flat earthers go on, go on, go on is because they're like, yo, you have no evidence that the globe... Yeah. Where's the full, full evidence is what they're looking for. Yeah, of the yeah, globe. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the only way you can show yeah. someone the full evidence is to take them there, yeah. let them touch it, let yeah. them see it, you know? That's see it. When you can't see it with your own eyes. Yeah, they'll believe it. Yeah. But the same way, we, the, prove to me that it's flat then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean so we're both... Well, that's it. Where, where's the rich flat earthers? That's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, that's really what it comes... That's all you can do. Because yeah. my mate, who lives in Lewis, he can't afford to show me the earth is flat. <laughs> he can't, exactly. He yeah. just can't afford yeah. it. He can show me the internet. He can't afford to really show me my own eyes. You need to get a rich flat earther. He needs to get up in one of them rockets. Yeah, but like, Richard Branson just paying 10 G's or whatever it is, isn't it? Is it 10 G's? Exactly, it's 10 G's. He's paying 10 G's to buy it. Come on, this is flat. Why is there no flat earthers booked on that flight? But have you heard about. Um, <laughs> no, it's true, though, isn't it? True, it's true. I'm sorry. You're very true. right. I, I watched the documentary anyway on Netflix the other day. Yeah. And by the end of it, you could just tell, man, that it's just all community. Like, and that's the we, thing. And it's what we need. You yeah, know what and mean? that, when, it, when, when it's looked at in that light, big ups. Right, cool. You know like, what? They all Run kind of know, it. you know, you yeah. kind of look at them and the way they respond yeah. to certain things, the way they talk about certain things, you're like, they kind of know yeah, really. this is all bullshit, yeah. but he's enjoying being a superstar. Exactly. She's enjoying getting all her yeah. These followers like, on. They love being in this community and all their friends. And yeah. That, that is beautiful. And I, I think that's, the, this is what we're seeing now. There's so many of us on this planet now, yeah, that you, there's going to be loads of these different tribes Pockets. and communities. And Pockets whatnot. everywhere. Pockets. And so the nationalists, going back to that. Yeah. That's why we're seeing a lot more of that as well. It's the internet is made, you know, is the speaker, it's the voice. is the voice. Yeah. But then also, people need some form of camaraderie. Like I've got friends, white guys, who we talk openly about these sort of things, and yeah. he, he, you know, they'll be honest about. Yeah, I, I link up with, you know, white supremacists to see what they're about, to see what they're saying. Yeah. All I can do is believe him. Yeah. You know, I can't be like. Hmm, what's going on there? Yeah, you've got if to, I do, I'm yeah. just as bad in my opinion. Yeah, no, it's true. It's you know a really mean? good point, man. And, uh, it's a hard I, thing to hold, very hard to do, yeah. but it's good to be aware of and try yeah, to get. And because we're all different at the yeah. end of the day. Like you don't have to no you know, you don't have to um live by the same rules that I no. live by. We don't all have to agree. No, we sure. don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as long as we can get on you know what I mean? Like yeah. you still, you'll still be on the planet the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? The bison have got to run around on the safari yeah. knowing. Yo, I think this is the thing. Might catch me, but yeah. boy, this is life, isn't it? We've got to be able to converse. Like we've got to, and what I said, how I should be a bit more in business world, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> that is it's the reality. Is yeah. that you know we can all have our own ideals and ideas and beliefs, and that's perfectly fine. Mm. But come on, man. We can if we're gonna. You want to clash? Let's just talk about this shit. But people don't know how to do that. Mm. Though, we don't need cars steaming into fucking marches. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that horrible shit that goes on, like disgusting stuff that goes on yeah now I, I think like and when you're talking about it being a crazy time I think like th that's the sort of the extreme side of where we're at now is mm. where people are acting out all their Grand Theft Auto yes exactly um, dreams and uh, you know what I mean you get it all I, I, to me personally I find it hard to believe that you know film TV 
music even is influencing people, but then, you know, what other people's actions aren't. Yeah. It's like, if, if someone hears that, oh, wow, they got away with that in France, we're doing, you know, yeah, questioning yeah, yeah. to us, so and so and yeah, people, yeah. hmm. You're going to get some sickos out there that are like, yo, I'm doing that as well. And with the way that news spreads now, a lot more people can find out about that incident yeah. and make a decision based on that incident. And unfortunately, we've got some mentally ill people on the planet who need help. Mm. But if they get picked, they can make that decision too. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's scary, man. It's a, it's a, and I think, you know, we'll be fine. The world will be fine. Humanity will be fine. And I just, I think it's going to be... No matter what, and I say it usually on this podcast, like to me, art, art wins every battle. Mm. Art to me is in, is in everything and will yeah, always survive is, yeah. and is, is the core of the planet, basically. Mm. You can't do anything without it and it will always win along with, and what comes with art is love. Yeah. So yeah. I believe as human beings, we're going to be fine. We'll get through it and it's going to be very interesting to look back Either on. Either that or the right size media will hit the right place. Exactly. Like 1% more yeah. lovers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just do that. Crazy. It's definitely scary. I think for also, <clears throat> you know, people having children right now, they're in that sort of place. Like, what kind of world am I bringing my yeah, kids yeah. into? Yeah. But I'm, like you're saying, um, when... You, was it you mentioned it? Someone mentioned recently it's like having your own world. Once you have kids, once you have children. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, shout out to the window cleaner, boy. Working Jesus. at this time of day, yeah? That's, you got some good people. <laughs> you even know that. Yeah. But I had to watch my own. Yeah, come before. <laughs> um, yeah, like, well, what I was trying to say was um, I feel like, uh, you know, it, it's a scary time for yeah. people having children, but, you know, them kids were only, they're a product of you. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously some of us don't, we're not with our baby mothers or whatever, but they're always going to be a product of what you feed it, feed into them. Like what kind of love, what kind of notions, yeah. what kind of common sense or, do you know what I mean? If you, if they don't feel loved, we know what that's like. Exactly. So, we, you know, you don't We've be surprised. We've heard the stories, we know yeah, like, yeah. So don't be, or we might have been part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't be surprised, you know what I mean? Like I always feel like, Pups was a certain way, mum was a certain way. Yeah. And there's certain things as an adult now, I understand why they were like that, but I didn't agree with it at the time and I still don't, but I'm going to learn from that mistake as opposed to like, yeah. oh, no, I'm going to do the, do the. Yeah. You know that's how I got treated I'm fine, so I'm yeah. going to. Which is sad about that, the, like what they say about paedophiles, a lot of paedophiles yeah. are usually people that have been messed with when they were kids. Yeah. Which is really sad because if you know that it's put you through that, trauma that amount of damage why would you go and do that to another human being you know I, mean? I would love I would love everyone to have like six months worth of therapy when you're 16 or 18 mm. I wish it was just a thing that we could all get because if for instance if paedophilia is a sickness mm. and it isn't just a choice and a perverted choice if it is a sickness and, it, and it's off the back of something that's happened to you in the past if we all had at 16 or 18 the chance to just go and be honest mm. and really be honest like really try and figure some shit out. It's hard to be, isn't it? It's really hard. My son's going to therapy now, and I said to him because he's been before. What kind of therapy? Well, it's it's free therapy through Camden Council, so it's going to be a bit more cognitive than psychodynamic, which is psychodynamic's the one I've been through, which is amazing because that really triggers shit and helps you understand things. But he, it's a lot like that as well, understanding his behaviours and how to move forward. But this, he went before, and I said to him, look. And he didn't, he didn't think it went well. But then he said he wants to go again. I said, all right, cool. This time, whatever you were like before, trying to be this time, you've got to be really honest and not worry. Because if we can go and have those six months and literally let it all out, the amount of shit that we could figure out by the time we're 18 and a half, 19, would really help 
I, th- I think I'd move on. Because if, if a 16 or 18 year old could say, yeah, look, I got abused at eight, nine years old. All right, listen, you need to come with us. We're going to help you. And we're going to show you these things and we're going to nurture you. And you're not going to hold it in. Yeah. Get more and more twists. Not to, obviously, it doesn't happen to everyone like who gets abused. I know people who've been abused and not like that, but if that could be a reason, everyone's different. Yeah, just a bit of fucking help so we can be honest and try and air out thoughts and feelings. I think it's integral in life. Yeah, like I, 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 more and more I'm starting to feel like not talking is a big problem. Oh, like it's not, a massive. Not problem. being able to talk and not talking can cause illnesses. Completely. So like if you're, like what you're talking about, if you're holding it in, yeah. like I believe stuff like that can cause cancer. Like cancer is not yeah. um, to be caused by stress. Yeah. And so there are things where you're like, ah, you might be training all the time, you might be eating healthy and whatnot, but how your mind is working well, is affecting your body. Yeah. Do you know what Another I mean? thing I was talking to my son about earlier, man, is, is emotional stress. Yeah, and yeah, so you've got to think he's 18 and like he's going out and enjoying himself and that and I said to him look don't go and experience things don't experience life yeah mm. but make sure at the time you can make the decision make sure that the decision you're making isn't going to emotionally scar you mm. because we carry that shit and yeah, but, yeah, 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 you know yeah. so we've got to be careful out there that the things we don't step into we want to experience things we want to enjoy we want to elate and have ups and downs we need to know what doesn't work and what works yeah. But be careful of the emotional scarring. Yeah. And if you think there's something there, go and talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, so. but that, like, I always wonder, I haven't got no kids, <coughs> but I always wonder what it's going to be like. Because I know as a kid, I never wanted, I never felt like confiding in mom, to my mum. Yeah. Pops wasn't around anyway. Yeah. And so whenever I saw him, it was the same thing. We, so both relationships were never like intimate enough that I could talk to them about things. And then, that has, like, mentally, I, in a way, it has scarred me in terms of the way I'd communicate with people because it's the same way my yeah. mum would have been doing it to me. So quite more staunch, more straight to the point, no nonsense sort of thing, yeah. not wasting time. Hold some things. Feeling worth, yeah, and then hold some things. And, um, but what I realised about that, like, I did, so I did ayahuasca last My year. My Don. Yeah, in um, October. Brilliant. Uh, I went to Peru, man. Amazing, man. And it was like... Um, to do it though, like I'm quite a grounded person anyway, mm-hmm. because I've been through so much in life, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I know what I want to do, I'm yeah. happy where I'm at, you know. Um, but then when you do something like that, it's like, okay, this is like going to see a therapist. Fully. What am I going to see a therapist for? Because I'm, you know, I'm not like, oh, suicidal. Or, yeah. You know, a lot of people that do ayahuasca, they're like going through some hardcore yeah. shit. Like when I wake up, I just, think of death and yeah. I hate everybody yeah and all yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. and I'm not there I, you know I've survived some shit and then managed to do make a career out of something that I love doing yeah. so I'm not in that sort of place but at the same time there are certain things I need uh, answers for so a lot of what you know I'd always get is yo you, you need to be this you voice this and you blah blah you know you should be here you should be doing this and I'm like shit I feel like I'm doing it but what is it people what? keep yeah. telling me so it was just like trying to find a voice but then in the end um the lady that was facilitating the ceremonies, she said, look, you got to do either three ceremonies, five or seven. Like, I just wanted to do one because I, you know, yeah. I was like, I just want to see what it's like. Yeah, yeah. But you can't do it recreationally. No, you have it's to pull shit out, doesn't it? Yeah, you've done it as well. No, no, I've got a friend who's done it and I've, so, I've listened to people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, for me, I feel like they say, you know, once you commit to it, once you say, this is my intention and I'm going to yeah, pay um, respects to Mama Ayahuasca, then you've already started the process. You know, the process. 
And it feels like that because you've got to do this strict diet where there's no oil, no salt, no sugar, no sex, Fucking no... I, I love MMA, I can't watch no fights. Anything that's going to excite me or heighten my... You've got to keep everything as calm yeah, as you've got to keep still everything as calm as still as possible. <laughs> no peaks in the blood pressure or no, no so sugars. No spices, yeah. like proper dead meals, wow. you know, like everything just tastes like water. Yeah. I lost bare weight, I had an eight pack all of a sudden, Whoa. you know what I mean, yeah. But what I noticed is because I was, you know, I'm not blazing or nothing, so my mind's mad clear. I blaze because I'm very hyperactive, yeah. and so it helps me, yeah. you know what I mean, not be yeah. whatever. I can only drink two coffees maximum a day, one at night, okay. one in the, you know, in the, yeah, the yeah, evening yeah. or whatever. I'll, if I have two, you'll be like, bro, I'm shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give like you half out of the Yeah, so when we, we were out there, and um, we basically did like about a two and a half week, um, no, sorry, about 10 days on the diet. Wow. Which was, you know, none of that shit. And yeah. you flew out there. And so they said, look, man, you look, you, you seem like you're ready to do it tomorrow. Like, go through, like, what it is you want and, you know, all, all kinds of shit starts That's right, the questions you, start, yeah. you, you can start opening. So, yeah, because it's like, what, what is your intention? So, yeah. you know, I had my intention. We did three different separate days. So the first day was, um, you know, me as a kid, Kevin as a little kid. Um, then... The second day was like the voice thing that I was talking about. What what is it? What my you know what is it? People why do people keep telling me that? And then the third day was kind of to round it up and say something to do with respect or whatever. Basically, the third day I didn't even need it. It was like a quick flash, blah blah. There you got it. Now you're just gonna let me show you what it's like if you dare to try and take this recreationally. You know Whoa. what I mean? It was just trippy, proper. Like yo, I'm a, I'm not purging. I'm not shitting. I'm not nothing's yeah. happening. Whoa, I'm getting all power, but. Then it's like, whoa, this is trippy, you know, going outside. Fuck. But the first um, two days were like hardcore. Because it's pure sick, like just purging yeah. even. Yeah, like, so you, for me, so purging, when you take the ayahuasca and then purging is like puking, yawning, um, screaming, crying. Oh, right, so it's required for many farting. things. Yeah, it's because oh, you're releasing yeah. energy. So, you know, other than like the, the whole sort of um, looking within, you know, it's almost like you're communicating with everyone you know, wow. all at the same time. Like, so what I talk about the experience I had there with ayahuasca, I say like, there's no, you couldn't see any um, psychiatrist and then give you all of that information in the time that you do it. No. You know, because it's all linear, it's all like words. I yeah. have to say this to you and you have yeah. to respond back, think about this. And then we're out of time. Yeah, yeah, and then we carry on. So it might be, yeah. the therapy you can get from like three sessions of ayahuasca, it might, that might be like 10 years, That's what I was just about to say, like from what I've it's heard. so linear. Yeah. So, whereas ayahuasca communicates to you on a level that, this is the only way I knew how to explain it is, it's so vivid, so like real, that you feel like you're hearing the words. Or it's so real that you feel like you're actually seeing it happen. So that's how you're taking in the information. So like all shit's coming to me and all I'm going, I'm going, oh, oh, I didn't know, I didn't realise. Oh, and then you're like, oh, and then you go, oh. And I was crying like a bitch. Yeah, yeah the well. first night, because I don't really cry that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it all comes. Yeah, so it all came and it was like, you know, when I cry, it sounds like I'm laughing. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't really, that's another reason why I don't like crying. Like, you know, yeah. at funerals and shit, I'm like, oh, I can hold this. Yeah, because it sounds like I'm laughing. Right. And um, 
So the first night was just that bare that, just like, you know, going on this weird journey of like my whole life. If you, you know, if I made like a line yeah. from left to right, this is my life, beginning at the left, Wowza. end at the right. And then what happens is it's almost like she, Mama Ayahuasca, she's just dropping you into parts of your life. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember that. She pulls you back out, takes you, it might, you go, go back or forth. It, like, it wasn't and like in. So does that then, like, so in the same way, I've sat with my therapist and I've said, I'll say this thing to him and we explore it. Like, so this happened to me at this age and. You know, I'm wondering if it's connected here somehow. Bruv, all of that. And that's going to take me three sessions. Just, got, just I, that one thing would take at least three sessions for even to get to a good serious? part. Serious? Yeah, it would. Because depending, wow. it, depending on how deep it is, because you've got to think of how long it would take for me to get to that point as well mm. in the sessions to be like, oh, actually, maybe there's this. So there might have been three months. Mm. Then I'm brave enough to ask this question. Then there's three weeks before we really get to the bottom of it. It sounds yeah. like you... But then that's cha-ching. But then that's the It's cha-ching. I love therapy. My girl's a therapist. Yeah. Like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. That's what you're not saying. She's saying it. But um, I love the sound of ayahuasca and um, the journey it brings on. And it really does make me think, it's like, fuck, man. Like, I want to do therapy for the rest of my life, but I could maybe just do ayahuasca yeah. a couple like, of times. Honestly, and, the and, and it's the thing of like, what I found about it, yeah. So me personally, I felt like I don't need to keep doing that all the time. Like no. that's something yeah. that I know. So it's like, uh, what can I use as an example? Like, uh, you know about Manuka honey? Mm-hmm. So like Manuka honey, you shouldn't always keep taking Manuka yeah, honey. Yeah, because it just deads it. Yeah, because then when you actually need it, it doesn't do shit yeah, yeah. for you. So I feel like that with ayahuasca, yeah. like I want to do it when I know like, yeah. this is probably the best way I can get the answers My friend Nick. I think, my, I think my friend Nick's done it twice mm. and he did it with I think a year gap in between or a good 18 months gap mm. in between he loves that whole vibe anyway yeah he's on that but um, after he went the first time so I didn't know you before you'd done this obviously mm. but after he went the first time I saw a complete yeah but not, I saw a complete difference in him but he was still Nick grounded what he's still he's, he's still grounded. he was always lovely yeah. He was always grounded. There was nothing that I'd ever thought. But when he came back, it, there was something different and calming. Yeah, yeah. And every time I see him, it's the same vibe. Yeah. Because you just... No, sorry. He's, it's, it's like he's emitting it. Oh, so you feel it off of him? I well. feel it off of him. You feel the calm. And I'm not, it, it feels different to the person I met yeah. four years ago. Yeah. And it's, I find it really interesting. It's amazing because, like, you know... You, you talking now, mm. I'm kind of getting the same... Enlightened might sound like a very strong word to use in this case, but kind of like that. Like, yeah, that you, like you've got somewhere. And actually, my mate Nick, that seems quite similar. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I feel a bit similar because I love therapy and I've been through a lot of it. Mm. And so I'm trying to be enlightened and understanding. But yeah, there's like a clearness that I feel from you, yeah. quite really, and I feel the same from Nick. So what, I, what I've noticed, yeah, is that, um, you know, you, you go through your sessions and whatnot, but it stays with you. So mm. often they tell you to stick to the diet as long as you can, because mm-hmm. the ayahuasca is still in your system. And so you're, you're still processing yeah. some of the stuff, and then it will take about like two or three weeks for you to sort of get back into normal... Everyday life. Yeah, everyday life, and it not, you not feel like... you kind of. <laughs> It's not like out of body, but you kind of don't feel like you're fully there. Yeah. Or you feel just a bit like, just slightly weird. You, you know, know I mean? you're here. Yeah. But you know there's something, you've had an experience. Yeah, and it's because you've been, so you remember Morph? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Heartbeat, yeah, so yeah. little, for people who don't know more, that's like, what, plasticine? Yeah, plasticine, know? little rubber. Man. So yeah, a little man made out of plasticine. If you imagine, so for me, it was like, Mama Ayahuasca just come, big hand of God from out of the sky, flattens that morph, and then builds you back up again. So when you come out, once the final, after the fire ceremony, you go and have this beautiful floral bath, it all smells beautiful, and you kind of wake up, um, sorry, you, you, you know, say a prayer to the sun and this and that, and you just come out like, what, you know, yeah. for lack of a better term, what, you just come out like yeah, yeah. awake, like, oh, I get it now. Well, and then like, you, you go and talk to everybody that was in your, you know, that you, through your dreams, you know, they call it a dream, the experience that yeah. you have once you drink it. Yeah, so you go and chat to, like, I spoke to my mum, I was like, mum, you know what, like, I know it was hard. Upbringing, you came from Ghana, you brought your family with, you know, you had to pay for your, my uncles and aunts and and then some people treated you like this and then pups, you know, my pups, my sister's pups treat you so, so I was like, you know, and I understand now that, you know what I mean? And she was just like, how the fuck did you know that shit? Bro, that's, that's, shit so that's, so you, that's the thing you would get through therapy, but you'd go back to your parent after mm. being in therapy for 18 months, I See, promise yeah. you. And I'm not putting down therapy because it's an amazing nah, tool. It's, a it's brilliant, an amazing tool, and maybe it is a Western tool, but it's amazing. What what you seem to have got in that one session or three sessions over yeah. that ten day period, whatever it was, it sounds so opening. Like I, I, and that's what I say, man. Like no, because it's lineal, because it's all worthy. Yeah. It's like I have to tell you like this, and then like you said, that yeah. I was done. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get any no. as much as that. Yeah in that short space of time and then also come out like like you're saying now I could come out and talk to people I'm chatting to people and going yeah but you know what if you think about it like, like I'm some kind of fucking Buddhist or whatever That's you know what I mean but it's just because you, you you come out of it and you're just like ah oh, we're all you know when they talk about everything is love and we're all love like I got that yeah and you understand it now, it now. It's yeah not just words. before I used to be like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, move on. I want to know, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, is there the a trick here? Like, <laughs> what? Wait, is it, I can love all I want. Yeah, yeah, the love is good. Yeah, yeah. What, what, how the fuck does this work? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But then you go through it and you're like, oh, we are. We that's all we need yeah. is love. You know what I mean? And everybody, whether they treat you bad Seriously. or treat you good, they deserve the love because yeah, and empathy. That's the only thing that's gonna help them better. Yeah, empathy you know and love is true. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I really got like that was the side of for me. I never really had as much um, okay. before was empathy. Um, it's obviously because of the hard upbringing, but yeah. also being ignorant, not understanding what it's like from someone else's point of view. But you get all of that. Like I said, it's almost like everybody you brush with, everybody that means something to you, and even people that you don't even realise mean something to you will pop up, just flash up in your dreams. Like, oh shit, oh, there's so-and-so. Ah, oh, and then you come out after you're like, right, I've got to chat to him, I've got to chat to her, then uh, uh, this one, that one, and just be like, yo, I love you. Yo, I hope it is good. You know what I mean? You just show them Amazing, like, man. Yeah. yeah and and then, t- just even the, I was just thinking about the wave that comes off after it, of all these people you're going to call and then mm. submit, a, you know, professional love to them and understand it. emotional. What that does for them. Yeah. Like, what a fucking weight off those people's shoulders. Yeah, yeah. And like, your mum to carry this guilt and these thoughts about how she brought you up or whatever, or, you know, wondering, but obviously yeah. it's very hard for them to have these conversations with us. And then you yeah. just turn up and you're like, mum, I've got yeah. you. Yeah. I've and she's like, oh, she's shit. Like, what? Yeah, yeah she was baffled. Like, there was things I was telling her, yeah, because I know this happened. And wow. Bro, I went on that line, like I was talking about, the line from left to right of my life, I went all the way back to the womb. Where what? I was like, I could just hear, 
Stop it. And I was like, what's going on? And then I could hear mum and dad arguing. No, 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 like that. And I was like, what did I say? Oh. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just awakening. I'd say like the majority of people, if they did ayahuasca, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be the supremacists, the white supremacists that they are, or they wouldn't yeah. be as ignorant about yeah. certain things. Because it just wakes you up to realizing we're humans yeah and, and it's almost like there's a game being played with us to make us think otherwise yeah there is to make us think unfortunately otherwise so. we are all related yeah. we're all one how the fuck are we all we like okay fair enough our skin color might not be the same you know our height might not be the same our hair might be a bit different but we're all fucking pretty similar come on man, man like you yeah. know what I mean? it, there wasn't, there wasn't a black man born over there and a white woman born here and a Chinese person born just all of a sudden it's appeared out of the earth yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. different all around the planet just this you sprout there you sprout yeah. no that didn't happen so it just nuts. didn't happen you know, it's crazy it's sad that people you it's know, but it's well it's the power of it's the power of religion was the first wave yeah, religion, I suppose yeah. and then then obviously white supremacy became the thing for the last five years. Religion and also, I mean, I'm sure before religion there was hierarchy. Yeah, you know, hierarchies like, and like, yeah. There's always been, power has been yeah. a bastard for humans to deal with. It's been a hard thing for someone to hold and deal with appropriately. Like, I, God forbid, you know. I mean, I, I said it when May got into power here. I was like, I hate the conservatives, but God forbid she does the stupid shit, and God forbid she falls in for all that. And, and she's gone and done it because she got the power, and now she's in that position, and she fell for it. And yeah, and I hate you for it, but I understand. You think got a clue, man? Do you, um, do you think that, um, like, because I was wondering about, um, you know, that the hierarchy side of things, like. It seems like it's in part of nature anyway. You've got pecking order with, yeah. with birds and then also... Well, it, it, there has to be, it has to be in some sense because for if there was no type of hierarchy, how would you be able to provide for your family? Mm. Like, if there was no hierarchy, what would make you be proud enough to feed your son or daughter? Like... How do you mean? Well, because, well, in a quite a sick way, you kind of got power over them. I'm feeding you. Yeah, I'm feeding you. <laughs> yeah, I've just come up with this now. now maybe it's because I'm a dad, but yeah. that's power. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a thing that needs to be there. There's got to be alpha males and alpha females. There has to be because we have to move forward. Someone's got to climb the tree. Someone's got to build the bridge. Someone's mm-hmm. got to look around the corner. Someone's got to teach you how to do it. Someone's got to do it. So there's got to be some power. It's just a shame that there's been a some of us turning up, we abuse that power. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we probably all do personally in our own different ways through life, in many different ways. And, you know, whether it's because you run a small little news agent on the corner and you're the boss of the news agent, compared to if you're a big boss of a ma- massive company around the globe, we all get a touch of power in many different ways. And it's, I suppose it's how we... I think humans need it, it's just we abuse it. Uh, it. It's a needed thing. We need to have this thing in us to know that we can look after, save and step forward if someone else is too weak or not brave enough or not ready to step forward. So almost a prideful thing, like... Yeah, yeah I, I but I think pride comes with it, which is, that's the side bit, that's the sin. Yeah, 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 okay. There should be another word for power, maybe. And I'm just talking this out. I, no, that's interesting. I just, I wonder, I, I, to me, the pride part of it would be the sin, because you're then gratifying yourself. Yeah. But so, you, you know, it's that, like, that, how... Look, I've got brethren like, yeah, look, all my youths, they've got like six, seven youths and they're, they're quite proud that they're all their seed. They can't afford it, but they're quite proud. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, bruv, what are you, you, know, well, what are you so, doing? Exactly. So then, and I'm not cussing these people, 
But is that that's that's an abuse of power? Yeah. Oh, like right. Watch. I mean, I can make another one of them. I can have six. I don't. So look, we're we're, waste about it. Well, I just you know, I had mine at twenty with no job. No qualifications, no... I, I wasn't in a position to be having a child. I was in no position to have a child. Mm. And I've had to make myself be in a position to enable him to live his life. Mm. I've decided as well, I can't afford a child. So my girlfriend and I, who have been with for 11 years, we're not having kids. Mm. Because we're like, can we really do... Because we want to do it in a certain way. I'm not to say anyone's wrong for it. We want to do it in a certain way. Yeah. So, but to me, if you're going to just have kids and then not provide... You're abusing the power you've got, which is procreating. Like, Same. you've got power. Yeah. Let's not abuse it. Like, yeah. and we know what we're doing here. Like, putting these kids on the planet is never mind what the things you're going to put that child through. What that child's going to do to the planet is another yeah, day. That's the worst. When the dumbass, when the dumb it's, people yeah. are having dumb But even kids. even the great ones. So imagine the kids that have the amazing clever kids, but that yeah. clever kids end up taking three hundred flights a year because they're so clever. They're getting flown all around the world to this, that, and the other. Their carbon footprint is fucking the yeah, planet. Yeah, Just that one kid. Yeah. And then you've got and the dumb kid. The nuclear bomb. Exactly. In your wallet. But, and then you've got the dumb kid who doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's throwing rubbish everywhere. Got no mm. education. Fuck. Life gets wasted. There's no hope and dream built into them, mm. and it's very sad. Like, we've got to think about putting these people on the planet, and it's a power. <laughs> we have to, man. Like, That's a good point. I'm sorry, it's how I personally feel. I just, I had a child by mistake, and I know we all, millions of us. Well, you took like, responsibility, like you're, yeah. not, you're like, you're not like, yeah. You I had no dad. Again yeah. I grew up very poor and with no dad. Mm. So when it got put to me, all right, all, I've, I've done this, I've got to do this. I'm not being like that fucking prick mm. who wasn't there for me, mm. for whatever reason whether I should forgive him or not. So you learned from his mistakes? Well, I just thought, I can't, I can't do that. Mm, I've got, you, good, you better stand up, D. And I, I'm glad I did, it's 18 years now. It's mm. like, wow, fucking hell, that was 18 years, damn. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Had good friends to watch though and get, you know, advice from as well. Yeah. But, um, that's part of it, isn't it? Like, I, I find that, um, you know, that's another thing I learned as well, um, doing the ayahuasca is like, you know, we forget that our parents are human beings Mate. and that, as much as when you're a kid, you looked up to them like, oh, yeah, dad, da, 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 oh, mom, you know, mm. like they're superheroes. Yeah. As you become an adult, you get older, you start to see flaws. Yeah. And sometimes that can. And understand behaviors. Yeah, understand behaviors. Yeah. And yeah, which you might not take to yourself, but mm. as long as you understand, like, oh shit, that's, that was a human being yeah. having a child learning on the spot as well. Been able to learning step how back. To raise that child as they're going along. Yeah, been able to step back and look these people as humans like and the same way you would look at your friend and watch how they've grown through life mm. that's the same thing for our parent man and it's the same thing we've got to happen for our children like we've got to be able to step back calmly I, I look, I'm talking like this is how I behave it isn't how I behave I'm a shit you, I fuck not. up I fuck up big time <laughs> but I'm just I've got ideals that I'd like to try yeah. and hit and yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I'm talking about yeah, I'm not yeah. walking I'm not literally I'm not floating around this place like a fucking saint like, the thing is you as you acknowledging that, mm. you know, like I think a big problem is people don't want to acknowledge. Well, that's the bit I'm proud of. Then you can't work I'm, on it. That's it? I'll, I'll be proud of myself for that because I'm like, yeah, Dave, you've, you've given yourself the time to think about things, open up. And therapy changed my life, like, mm. and then my girlfriend becoming a therapist after that fact has changed my life and conversation as well. It's an amazing thing, and that is exactly similar to what you went through by ayahuasca. Mm. You know what I mean, it's just like, oh, hang on, take a step back and look. And under, just give it a minute. Oh fuck! I get it. 
So that means I don't need to carry that thought about my mum anymore. I can change it a bit, give her a massive hug, a lot of understanding. All right, cool. Yeah, I can still be scarred by what she did to yeah, me or how she behaved. But you understand, you know what? You just mean, feel better. Yeah, you feel this, a little better. To me, that was kind of. It's like you know, all scars. You know, there's always going to be a scar there. It's yeah. a build up wound. Mm. You know what I mean? But it was like I realized, like you know what? It's not actually as bad as I thought it was. It's not as bad as um, it could be made out to be mm. if you just think do you. You hold everything within yourself yeah, yeah, and yeah. you only let yourself answer. Yeah, you know if you have no your list, that's fine. Your list looks horrible. Mm. But put your mum's list with it. Exactly. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Well, that negates that one. That one doesn't make that so bad. This one, oh, that's the same as her. That's a snap. This, oh, that's another yeah. one, bollocks. Doesn't mean nothing because, yeah, just a bit of stepping back and understanding it. Yeah. That is fucking marbles. And also, I feel like we don't, it's like now we're, the word, you know, like what we're talking about, the world being a bit crazy now. Mm. Like, I think a massive part is culturally in the, in the Western world, we don't even really pay respects to the elders. No. Like, you're meant to. I mean, you know, like in, in other, like in Peru, I noticed it a lot. It's mm. like, you know, the, the elders were looked at as the wise ones, the ones that give you advice and give you knowledge. And rightfully so. And you keep them around. Yeah. You know, whereas here, it's like, as soon as they get old, you put them in 60. the mental home. Uh, sorry, old people's home. Yeah, but get, and, turn 60. Yeah. On that old bus, mate. See you later. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think, like, I, I was like, right, maybe that's part of why we're a bit, where it's a lot more wilder now than it used to be. Again, I think it comes back to this the Western world's got an awful lot to answer for, man. And again, I don't think it's never going to be acknowledged until the, the future when we can look back. Mm. Because what the Western world has done to, humani- to humanity is... We can't, we can't say it was all great. We no, can't. hell no. Exactly. And no, like, so, no, right, like, right. by not... The Western world, Western society decided to take the looking after of its elderly in a completely different light and a completely different way to how generations of the world have ever done before. Mm. And we decided at some point that, you know what it comes down to? It's tax money. That's all it is. Yeah. It co- literally comes down to tax. The Western world wanted tax money. Wow, that's a good point. That's all it is. Yeah, it's yeah, the reason yeah. why kids are forced through education yeah. and are moulded to become a certain thing yeah. because they just want tax money. Mm. And then if you can't pay taxes, you can go to prison because we can make tax off you that way. And when they're old, when you're a certain age and you can't work at the speed and the, the rate we need you to, you, you just step off over there. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, that was lovely. We'll have you around for Sunday lunch, but you just go and stay at home now. You can't make us tax money. There's no... The future's not built for them. No. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of decisions are made in, on the planet, in the Western world, based on the fact that these human bodies can make tax money. This is what this is for, it's for tax money. There's no reason whatsoever why schools don't teach trades. There's no good reason why a school won't teach a trade. They don't want to teach children to be self-employed anymore. Mm. They don't want it to happen. Mm. Because they know those first four or five years, that person's out there trying to build a business, they're not paying tax. They're trying to sort their shit out. They're not earning enough money to pay tax. Whereas if you make someone go into a job at 18, 21, straight away they're on a PAYE role, they're getting their weekly wage, they can then start paying their mortgage, they can start paying tax, and before they know it, I swear to God, a lot of Western society is built on Makes each sense. body pays tax. Now, yeah. How much can we get? Makes a lot of sense because we're more or less paying tax from when we're... Um, yeah, the moment you can step born, out... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the moment you step out of school, definitely. Yeah. You want to step out of education, you better start. Okay. It's, so that's why I think the Western world treats itself the way they do, because they're not looked at as working subjects. Mm. 
Where, Which is sad, man. You looked at the burden, yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. in another part of the world, you'd be looked at as your Saint. You're Jesus. on the most comfortable chair for yeah. a reason. Yeah, saints, literally, For a reason. Man. We're sitting at your knees for yeah. a reason. And you tell us the stories of how yeah. we're going to yeah, yeah. pick up the berries. And yeah. <laughs> Very somewhere. strange, man. Very it's strange. Nice, nice, and man. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a child of immigrants. You're a child of immigrants. Mm-hmm. That is another weird thing. Like, it makes you like, oh, hang on. My mum's Irish. My dad is Egyptian. Mm two different parts of the world to look back on. About yeah, but how, also related, isn't it? There's a link. There's a link. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, But just how they would have brought up... That's interesting, man. Yeah, their elders, how it would have been in Ghana for your parents. Mm. It's... Um, I think, yeah, the Western world's got a lot to answer for. And hopefully there is something after this so I'll be able to read it because I want to know what they think. <laughs> I want to know what happens in 500 times when they write about this period. Mm. I want to read that document because I want to understand what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> right now, man, I'm in, a, I'm in a place where I'm wondering what is real and what isn't. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like, all right, for example, TV now, it's just overridden with, um, you know, reality TV, yeah. scripted reality TV or whatever. And that is working. Yeah, yeah. People know that they're watching shit. Like, you could cuss somebody like, right, why are you watching this? And they'll be like, Ah, uh, you know, I just don't. I just feel like watching shit. Yeah. You're like, fuck. Really? Like, yeah. You feed yourself like that? that. Yeah. And then, so obviously, like, so what we got there, we got like plastic people. You know, this whole plastic surgery thing yeah. is ridiculous, but it's made it like it's normal. Yeah. Now. You know what I mean? Like, Seeing it's normal. Poor girls with these fucking lips, and you're like, why have you done that to yourself, man? That ain't nuts. So you're that, <sighs> and you're not. You like, I'm meeting somebody who probably didn't look like that before. Mm. So that's not real anymore, mm. is it? You're not. You're not a real person anymore. That's emotional scarring. Yeah. Listen, I mean, look, plastic <laughs> surgery is a great, again, though, again, it's a great thing that humans have invented. What an amazing thing to be able to help someone. Like someone who fucked up their face or their body yeah, parts like and they want to rebuild it. Some of the most amazing work. Amazing. Like, yeah, that you see when it's burn victims. Yeah, yeah. Or and that's the congratulations. Really it's, it's the self-gratification part of this bit that I'm a bit like, really? Like... You want to pretend your lips are that big. Yeah, you want to pretend that your cheeks are that yeah. high. You want to pretend that you don't get worry lines. Yeah. You want to pre- now you, you pretend it so much that you don't even look real anymore. You look and like what is that emotion you do into yourself? And then you know that look like. And shout out to anyone who's got it done or know someone who's got it done. I'm not saying that you're look, dumb or whatever. Like you, everyone makes their choices. This is just but like then a lot of you lot look at us like. Do I look weird? Yeah. Like, don't give me the look, like, right, do I look weird? Yeah. And then, just, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't need to do it. And I'm really worried that, like, you know, because you're finding out that like, as soon as they turn 18, girls have decided to do it. Yeah. And it's like, what, what is it that's making them think this is a good idea? Listen, we, we spoke about Andrew Schultz earlier, mm. the comedian. He said something as well a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you heard, but he said... Hopefully, the Smiths, i.e. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, are going to take over the world from the Kardashians. <laughs> Boy, I don't because even know about that. I don't even know if I want that. No, but I tell you what, if there's going to be... Jada, she's got a bit of cheeks going on yeah, there. Yeah, but you know, she looks very natural. Whether that is... I don't, yeah, but basically, I don't know. then, the story, know, I know the story that the Smiths put out about this, you know, love everyone, do what you want to do, yeah. you are you, you are great, you are this... Yeah, rather that then. What the Kardashians have done to our world is nuts. Like the reason girls have got these lip 
Yeah, there's a direct link back to Instagram account yeah, of the yeah, Kardashians. Yeah, that's crazy. So when he said that, I fucking so five hundred years. That's another thing. The fucking Kardashians. That's that old Kardashian. <coughs> I don't get it, man. All I know, I, I feel like there's some witchery, some sorcery going on because it's like all the men seem to come out all messed up. Jesus, like, what so happened to Kanye? Either you turn into a woman, or you know what I mean. All of a sudden, you support racists, or I don't know, but. That, you know what I mean? I try and steer away from even hearing any news or watching. Yeah, I don't. I, I keep don't going want to away. get involved in the sorcery. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just found it a great observation by him. Yeah. I thought, you know what? That is fucking funny because Will Smith has blown up the internet in the last year with all his Instagram vines and all yeah. that shit. But um, I thought it was a really funny point. It's just like, yeah, the Kardashians have got a lot to fucking answer for. No, nah, they've got a whole lot. Man. A whole lot to answer for. A whole lot to answer for. And it's like, what? I just hate the, the fact that it's become normal now. Like, everyone. You know, people will be like, oh, yeah, she's fucking hot, man. And you're like, what? What are you looking at? <laughs> what are you looking at? Yeah, like... Because that isn't even her. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and let alone, like, and then all these young girls, man, that haven't even, you haven't even developed yet. You're mm. not even grown yet. And you're deciding to fix up, change up your... Face, and look like this. Change up your yeah. face like that to the point where... I don't know if you're smiling or you can smell something bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Like, what the hell's going on here? No, it's a crazy, crazy. Yeah, and I, I'm worried that because all my friends have got kids and, mm. and I, it's like, I, like make sure they know to love that who who they are. Love yeah. that person in the mirror. Yeah. Don't feel like you. You know, a, a lot of it is everyone looking at other people, looking at Instagram and looking. Yeah. Oh, look at them. That's what they're doing. Oh, them over there, and it, it's fucking people up. Like, I want to be that. Like, yo, you don't have to, mm, man. man. You don't have to. Uh, we've got to live our own stories, man, and be proud of them and build them ourselves, man. We don't need, don't look at the internet. To and your face tells, like, to me, your face yeah. tells a story. Yeah. Those, the crow or all the lines that. on your forehead. Yeah. Or, that's all part of you. Yeah. And then when you, you see an elderly person who's, who's fucking got that smooth skin and you just think, oh, wow, what a life you've had. You seem to be quite yeah. chilled and relaxed. And how have you managed not to get... Because I want to know how you naturally... No, no, no. This woman's this woman, this man's done amazing. What have they been eating? What stresses yeah. did they manage to not deal with? What you know what I mean? Like how and, and you know, like your face tells a story, yeah. like your your face shows as the story of a human being. And when you take away those lines, you take away all these stories, yeah. you don't look like There's a human being anymore, man. They look dead. They Crazy. look dead. We've had, we just had a man anyway, chat about what that shit's like about yeah, the world at the minute. That is, that, like, to me, that's some of the scariest shit of what's going on in the world right yeah. about now is the fact that, hey, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Like, bruv, there is something it wrong is. with that. What, people are trying to play God all of a sudden. Like, no, I want to look like this. I don't want to look like that how I was born. I want to look like this. And then now you have to keep maintaining looking like and this. Then, but look, the thing is, it's the levels like as well because they've made it, they seem to have made it available for the lower class people. So like before, plastic yeah. surgery was for rich people only. Yeah. And now you've got these fucked up people who've like somehow got these permissions to inject people. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like, for how much? Yeah. 30 quid, you're going to do this girl's lips? Really? Like, well, not, I don't know if it's just the price, yeah, but you're I just like, mean, what? Yeah. Like, there was that chick in uh, America who got done for, she was putting like cement in, in people. In it's arses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cement, Cement. Bro. That's nuts, man. Fucking people up. To, 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 uh, anyway, for an yeah. Instagram photo. Yeah, to, to, like, to look like you. And then, to be real, do you know what I mean? Most of the time it looks fake. It doesn't even look like <laughs> no, it's, it's a real booty anyway. It's like, I was watching a bit of this um, there's always some weird program shit to the other night. And there was this waiter, this this, I think he was a waiter or a restaurant manager 
and he'd had his chest done and then he was getting his arms done what plastic surgery yeah well like implants implants and then he got his arms done and Louis says to him why are you doing that and he's like well I don't want to go to the gym to do it so it'll be done in 15 minutes and they're just going to cut him open slip some silicone under his muscle down it and then his arms will then match his chest you're like bro that's so like you could have saved that money gone gym three months and done that you could yeah gone gym the thing is as well is like people forget that they think gym is as well you know I just want to look good you know like so he's obviously worked on his um, what do they call them there's uh, certain groups they call them like you know show muscles or something like that they're just the muscles that yeah instantly yeah my arms and look at my chest at my, but then if they if they had shorts on they yeah, have some yeah. chicken legs you exactly. know what I mean no, no big belly that's what this guy was looking at yeah, he was that. looking nuts and so what were we talking about earlier <clears throat> people being lazy right like that's the epitome right there yeah oh I can't be bothered to go to the gym it's, that's exactly don't what you use, I don't have enough time <clears throat> to go to the gym it's like bruv forget all of that it's like you should be going to the gym just to keep your mind right. Your mind needs oxygen, it needs blood. So the only thing you should really be going to the gym for, like... Is to clear your head. Yeah, to clear your head. Everything else will come after that. Yeah. But yeah, no, because I want to look oh, some way. All right then, bruv. If, the, if we got to run for a bus, you well, know what I mean? You looking all, you look all hench and built. When, <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, your bicep ends up down where your tricep is. You know what I mean? The chest becomes a two-pack. Come like, on, man. Fuck, man. Bobbling about. No, and what's messed up is like the the industry that is pushing it on us will never say like, yeah, actually. No, of course not. This is wrong. That's it's, wrong. Again, they're making dough off of Western it. society has got an awful lot to answer for. Mm. And when you said earlier, what about Papua New Guinea? What about the, the, I'm sorry, they're coming. Man. Yeah, and uh, but this is another so to just sum this bit up, right? So if if the world is going to become like this. One thing that's happening right now is the fact that, yeah, the fucking nationalists stood up and Trump got into power and the conservatives are fucking our country up and mm. Brazil got that fucking nationalistic one. Yeah, I was about to say, Brazil want to get rid of all the... Crazy. That's nuts. The crazy. indigenous, right? Yeah. And that's so this is, nuts, But bro. off the back of this shit happening, we had a million... We, I swear to God, we had three million people on the streets of London this weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? Saying, stop this Brexit bullshit. Mm. We've had people flying all over all over um, France with their yellow jackets, standing up for a cause. Mm. Like, there's people in Brazil not happy. America is obviously not happy with this shit. And I think this whole awakening of this planet, it's, mm. we, that's another very interesting time. Mm. Because there's this whole, like, no, 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 no. That's really wrong. Yeah. We're standing up against yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've never done this. The Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter, the, all of these things would have never have happened if the nationalist people didn't stand up. True, that's true. So good, stand up, we're going to fucking show you all, you're a bunch of dickheads, you're all going to fall in two or three years' time, mm. and we'll continue on with our hopeful, peaceful life. Hopefully. Hopefully, it's a very, very crazy time. To mo- I, I think... There's a weird word for it, but there's a good word for it. There's yeah, something going what, on right what there. is it? Do you know? Trum- 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 well, I don't know. Oh, trumunculus. There's a word there, I can't mm. say it. Everyone can imagine it. Yeah, yeah, just imagine. It's that world, right? Ayahuasca, that word. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I I mean, I hope you're right, man. I do, like, with the um, thing we're talking about with Papua New Guinea and places like that, I was going to mention that, yeah, I I, I see what you're saying, because even in um, Brazil, they decided they want to get rid of their... They voted in a fucking Nazi. And then he wants to get rid of all the indigenous tribes. It's like, what? 
I, I don't even. It doesn't even make sense. Like, what mm. kind of a mind thinks that's that's a good year? That's what I'm saying about it's 2019, bro. A lot of people go to Brazil because of the yeah. indigenous tribes. Like, yeah. They want to go and visit and all that. And then you're like, yeah, we'll get rid of all this. <laughs> Bro, fucking what kind of wankers, is that, man? absolute wankers. But there's people standing up. You see the kids egg the fucking Australian minister the other day. He was a racist piece of shit. It's mm. like, yeah, we got that on TV as well. You got egged. You're a dickhead. You're a racist yeah. dickhead, and we egged you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you mug. And and that sounds like someone let him get egged as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It's like, how the fuck do you get that? That kid got that close of it, egg in his hand. You crazy. Come on, man. Come on, man. Someone saw that yeah. coming. Like, oh, like, fucking how, many, how many assassinations get? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, just use the egg, boy. Oh, all right, cool. Got him. Boom. Conk. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, times, man. Let's say we've had a fucking amazing chat so far, but I yeah, quickly man. want to get a bit of story about you. Who, uh, me? Yeah. Oh, little old me. Um, Where are you from? So, my parents are from Ghana, yeah. um, but I was born in Hammersmith. Okay. And then grew up between West Kensington and Labour Grove. Okay, yeah. So, Pops was in Labour Grove. Yeah. Uh, Mum in West Ken. And, uh, yeah, and so I've always been a West Londoner. Yeah, man. yeah. How was school? Mean. School was good, you know. I went to Sacred Heart, then I went to oh, Holland yeah. Park. I actually went to, no, I'm actually, I went to three secondary schools. I went to three. Is it? You went to the, It's not a good idea, is no, it? No, no. It was all really bad reasons, bad idea, but man. I ended up, that's what I had to do, but yeah. Yeah, I, well, for me, it was like, I went to Gunnersbury, mm-hmm. which was a hardcore Catholic, yeah. you know, uniform, this, that, and after a year, they asked me to leave. Right. And then my mum was like, okay, move to Slough. She decided to okay. buy a house in Slough, and she was like, right, you and your, um, you and your sister, we're going to move there. And then, so I went to a school there for a year, because we only lasted a year in Slough. Uh, which was Westgate, yeah, and um, and that's where I met like uh, other guys that were rapping, and like um, that's where I really got an idea for this is what I, I would like to do. This. How old were you when well, you? I was like eleven. So you know, primary 11, school 12. in London, a bit of secondary school in London. Yeah, starting to find a bit of interest in music. Yeah, so finally, <laughs> yeah. so it was more. It was more of a thing of so about the age of thirteen, I'd say, was where looking at all of these records and you know what happened was my friend um his older brother was a dj in it mm-hmm. and so he used to buy records and that so he'd have all the vinyl in his room and whatnot so whenever he went out he'd be like yo let's go into his room and then we're looking at all the you know game folded yeah, albums yeah, and all, all that, that stuff whether it be um you know epmd or public enemy you know then it was like gunshot you're like uk hijack and all that and it's all like you know, I came from comics, you know, yeah. reading Marvel, collecting comics, and then I'm like, man, it's like superheroes or whatever. So from there, there was like the thing of like, yeah, you could do this. We always used to write down, you know, whether it be Rakim's rhymes or whatever, and write yeah. them back. And one day he was like, why don't we write our own rhymes? You know what I mean? But before all this, um, in, in Sacred Heart, so, you know, from the age of seven, eight, I was understanding uh, breakdance and body popping because my god brother, uh, my god brothers, they used to break dance in West Kent Estate. Were they older than you? Yeah, they were yeah. older than me. But so I didn't know what it was, but it was like It was what they did. Yeah, what they did, and it would be in the corridor in, you know, it was either Licky House or one of them yeah. um flats and they'd put cardboard down and then be doing all this stuff, like breakdance. I couldn't do any of it, oh, but they taught me how to pop. And then when there was one time in school we had a cabaret. Yeah. And it was like so I'm not going to read off the name, but basically a lot of these dudes ended up being like well-known yeah. kind of street 
dudes in around West London, you know what I mean? Around the area. So we school, we're, yeah. Yeah, but we went, yeah, we, all went to, we all went to the same school. This was like, you know, primary, young, primary. primary. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, you know, imagery of like us doing the, um, the arms and body popping this and that. So from then, I've, I've always had a, a notion of what hip hop is, yeah. you know what I mean? But not knowing that that's what it was. So you saw it and it was, the, the cool thing about it as well is that you, you, you've got, your godbrothers are doing it, you know it's a young thing, yeah. your parents ain't involved, nah. teachers don't know about it, nah. there's only a few kids in school, yeah. so whatever this is you found is cool. Yeah, and then, but ne- never really like, oh, I want to do nah, this, nah, nah, it's nah, just nah, there, nah. you know? Almost like, as, and it's quite normal, it yeah. wasn't, because you started seeing a lot more on TV and whatnot. Yeah. And then, um, um, there was a time when my babysitter, so me and my sister, you know, my mum, she used to leave us by a babysitter. Yeah. Next door would be playing like, boom, boom, k- 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 boom, k- you know, you'd be hearing stuff like, what is that? And then we'd go in the garden. I'd always go in the garden and yeah. just like, listen, because it was right next door coming out the window, top floor. And so I'm you're like, catching wow. bits. Yeah, that was Teach. Serious? Yeah, that was Teach used to be playing NWA, Public Enemy. Um, Stop that. Uh, LL Cool J, you know, like, yeah, all the old school shit. And, um, and then that, I remember that being like, whatever that is, I love it. There was another guy who lived Sick. a few doors down and he had some of the tapes. Yeah. NWA, I remember that because I stole some of it. <laughs> I loved it that much, I wanted it so bad. And then so it was years later. Like, I wouldn't know how to get it either, so I had to just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So how you yeah, get yeah, exactly. I'm having this. Yeah, <laughs> so I took that, I remember taking that with, I had NWA, um, uh, what was it? It was the second album, I think. Mm. And um, something from Public Enemy they had as well. One of the Public Enemy albums. I can't remember which one. And now. you brought these home? Yeah, because he let us, we play around at his, mm. and then there's one time I just. But that, <laughs> that wasn't um, Teachers. No, 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 yeah. no. But um, so years later, you know, like I'm saying, so moved around and then ended up in Slough. And then this guy, um, his name was Rhyme Assassin. Wayne, his name was, but mm. Rhyme Assassin, when it ended up being like, yo, let's write our own rhymes. Then, you know, you always like biting a little bit of somebody and put your own bits in. And who I really liked was um, Alkaline from Gunshot. Yeah. And so I kind of based my style off that. I always found it weird, the American accent thing. You know, you heard like, whether it be, uh, you know, Cookie Crew, Derek B, there's a few people where you'd hear the older them, school. And there was slight, yeah, there's a slight sort of twang, twang to it that, but for me, it was like hearing people like Alkaline, definitely like a rapper, you know, it was all that kind of ragga slash English yeah. kind of thing. Pat- so, English patois. Yeah, well, English patois. So yeah, yeah, I kind of went with that more. And uh, my name was like Ragamuffin BK. Yes. Because <laughs> my name's Kevin. So baby Kevin, because I was the youngest in the crew. Like everyone was older than me. And then, yeah, I had a little Ragamuffin in there. <laughs> Funny, man. And so we, you know, we did a couple things. I moved back from um, Slough, so I was about 14 now. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was I used to go back there to see dad yeah no 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 go back to Slough because it was mum who moved to Slough she yeah. bought a house there but then you know we still had the flat in West Coast like, yeah in West Coast doing that thing the yeah. 80s thing yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah immigrant mentality of course so. yeah, 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 yeah 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 and so um I would go back because the thing was Slough was like, yeah, I'm from London, and it was like, oh yeah, I don't do the from big man, yeah. <laughs> and I could get away with saying London things in Slough that you couldn't, yeah, you know what I mean? like, you weren't big enough in London to put it off. out there. Yeah, well, I didn't even want to be that big. No, it's exactly. like out there, you know. Yeah, 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 of yeah. Of course, so yeah. I could do a lot of shit in Slough that they're like, yo, man, this guy's right, yeah. you know. And um, 
we then we formed a crew which were called the uh, Juvenile Targets, I think it was. Mm-hmm. All mad young, it was about six or seven of us or something. And it had like a kind of joke manager dude, I think his name was Mark or something like that with dreads. And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah. You know, he'd get us around and we'd rehearse. I remember, I think we had like two tunes and we'd always be rehearsing the same two tunes and be like, yeah, I'm going to enter you into this, um, you know, this uh, week, talent yeah. contest and blah, blah, blah. We probably did one or two of them and then nothing really happened. And then uh, the next time, I was maybe about 15 or something like that, and this guy Danny um, from West Ken, it was some, one of our friends' um, dad. Yeah. And he's like, what, you can rap, you know, you can rap. Yeah, I'm gonna take you to the studio, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Ugh. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Cause I had a few rhymes that I'd always spit when yeah, we were yeah. on the estate. Yeah, 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 oh, be, spit that rhyme, man, spit that bar, man. And then it was more or less the same thing again, where he's yeah. taking to the studio, but they don't really know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, at this age as well, there's a 50s, are you thinking, oh, I might, this is, I like this, I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to do something with this, more than just listen to tapes and more than just write rhymes on my pad. If I've got an opportunity to walk into a studio or I've got an opportunity to have a manager, I'll take it. I'll be honest, I still didn't know. I never took any of it. So it was weird. I didn't just, know that I could. you could become something like this could be, yeah, you could be a... So if anything, it was just fulfilling the hobby a bit more. Yeah, yeah. If was, this is what the hobby comes with, cool. Yeah, Are you yeah, a manager? Yeah, yeah. Cool, all right, it's part yeah, of the hobby. Yeah, all that. But you're not. Chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I chat. was in the streets. I was just doing stupid shit. I wasn't really yeah, thinking, yeah. but I always had the talent there. And so when, and then when people hear it, it's like, right, he's good, you know. Mm. Well, come, uh, studio, this, that. Like, half the time, they don't know what they're doing. And then another wave was when I was living in Labour Grove. So I moved to my dad's because it was like, what is he doing? You know what I mean? My mum was like, what? came back from Slough. And I, I think I'm, I didn't go to school for a few months. Right. And because um, they were trying to sort out getting me another school. And then it was like, okay, mum was like, do you want to go live with your dad in Grove and go to Holland Park? And I don't know, whatever, call them. And did that, but obviously uh, now I'm in the belly of the beast. Belly of the beast. You know what I mean? I'm learning like Lalo yeah. fashion, just Whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all the, all the shit that you yeah. probably don't want a 15 year old kid to be learning. You know what I mean? I'm learning it all there. And um, there was another guy, and this is um, his name was uh, his name was Derek. No, not Derek. How can I forget? Dougie Douglas. Yeah, he's from a well known crew as well from the old school. And he heard me rap. And these, these times I was in Holland Park and whatnot. But I wasn't thinking of rapping at all. Okay. It was not, it was just like, I still had a few verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like one of the original kind of guys. And he said, bruv, I'm going to take you to the studio, man. Do, 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 get you in the studio. Him and um, another guy called um, Niles. Niles is quite well known. Um, a lot of people might see him with uh, RU1 fam or with Akala. Um, he, he's in Layla, in Labour Grove, yeah. sort of looking after a lot of people after this whole, you know, um, Grenfell Tower yeah. situation. I'm just so, thinking, when yeah, you just so said Niles, like, you see his face and you'd be like, oh yeah, everyone knows yeah, him. Yeah. That. The studio was at his flat, his house, and it was that was further up sort of towards Kensal. And it was just more or less the same thing, I just spit my bars, but I wasn't really in it, in it, you know? And then, so I think, all in all, with those sort of things happening with the, I never, I was just like, yeah, it's cool, but I can't see anything happening. With it was this. what you were doing as a team. Yeah, it was just that. Yeah. And then what happened was, um, uh, I bumped into this guy Kruger, who was, uh, so he's from Latimer. He actually lived in Grenfell. So he, when I talk to people, be like, yeah, I used to sleep in that flat. Yeah, yeah it was his his um, flat, Kruger, with his mum and that, and. Uh, he would like so we started linking up because we were both going 
to some after school thing or something like that. And you know, it's for like kids yeah, to, yeah. to have something to do after. Because my pups was just on his face. Yeah, yeah, he had another family that I didn't even know at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was always just weird shit. But um, okay, if you just go home, I'll be back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or well, I come back and like. Yeah, I don't need to go into all that. Anyway. Shit. But Kruger was, he was like, yo, bro, you should come on uh, Transmission One. I was like, what do you mean? Whoa. He was like, yeah, Pirate Station. I was like, right. I, and I was like, okay, cool. I'd actually done some Pirate before in Slough. Okay. You know? And it was like rapping over, you know, that day, them days were like the whole Charlie says. Yeah. So it's kind of like house. The late. Dance kind of. Yeah, the latter end of that. Yeah. Where it was that sort of stuff. Where, yeah, it was, so it's like, you knew it was. It was like, an English sound. But there was some kind yeah, of yeah. hip-hoppy something yeah, to it, but I didn't it. know what it was. And anyway, so he goes transmission one coming. I go, okay, cool. Because I thought I'd be doing the same thing. Now it's like jungle. Obviously, I knew jungle music, but yeah. I didn't know that there was a style of MC into it, you know, which was like more of a jungle yeah, MC. Yeah. So I was just like rapping, the, you know, kind of slow on the beat because obviously you're doing the halftime thing. And then he comes on. All this stuff. I was like, what? Like, yeah. People go, boom, 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 like that. I was like, what? I would not, you know, the MC of me was like, nah, I need to learn this shit. So then I started doing that. I started doing Jungle. Yeah. um, Because also we felt like this is ours. This wasn't American, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you you kind of found the new channel. Yeah, new channel. And then, so for about two, three years, maybe, Transmission One, we were like ghetto superstars around West London. Uh, but I was just BK there, Baby K. Yeah. Um, but all but, jungle, basically. Yeah, it was all jungle. That was all jungle. So I, I stopped like doing, I did a few slow bits and bobs, but yeah. it was more of a jungle style. But gradually, I started realizing, like, fuck, man, these people, for one, it was that hierarchy thing as well. All the people that were up top, they didn't really want to bring other people up. They weren't ready to let that up. Yeah, maybe, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. But also, I noticed, like, people don't give a fuck what you're saying. All they want to hear is... Bit, 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 yeah, you know, like, the vibe. Yeah, and for me, I was more about lyrics and, yeah. you know, trying to say something. And so my heart just wasn't in that anymore. It got to the point where we used to go, um, Transmission 1 had done, because the boss was like, he was smoking and that. Okay, and, yeah, so... Fucked he, it up. Yeah, he kind of fucked it up. And then Rinse FM started happening. So my boy that I used to do it with, MC, uh, Major Skits, he was like, yo, I just got a call. Yeah, do you want to go on Rinse FM? I was like, Rinse FM, where is it? East London. I was like, ah, okay, cool, you know. I'll do it. I used to go there every Sunday. And um, is this still jungle? Yeah, this is still jungle. Yeah, but yeah. Like, honestly, you know, you can, like, I used to be going out there and playing Red Man. We're driving up there. I was the only one who could drive. Yeah. And I'll be playing just hip hop all the way. And they'll be like, oh, I'll be a big turn in the jungle. Dude. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but I just wasn't. I just didn't fall in love with it. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I fell out of love with it. You know, and the thing is, jungle, and not to say everybody's like that, but majority of it is like drugs, what, what kind of make you enjoy it more so. Yeah. It's like the, you know, Pills yeah. and there are some people who are you know who really 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 definitely. really love and feel the vibe of it definitely. but yeah we can't deny that that whole vibe of music that whole branch of music works well with ecstasy and or, chaos like yeah. for me that whole era of me being you know in the jungle world and whatnot i was doing other shit that was just chaotic mm. man you know like yeah and we used to rave every day as well you know what i mean so i was gonna say so by this time if you're like emceeing on the regs with the jungle thing, are you then part of the culture? Is then you're raving? Nah, I wasn't. I, 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 like, I was part of the culture from the raving side of it and then, you know, making the money to go and rave mm-hmm. to it. 
Because oh, them days it was all like, yeah, Versace, Moschino, how else you ever afford that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of like, I knew that I wasn't, like, I knew I was good, everyone would always say that, but I knew I wasn't, unless I was going to start licking ass or giving lap dances, you I was probably wasn't going to, yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to get any further. And so my heart for it had gone. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, these people don't bring you in. But then this new, this um, Rinse FM thing was something new. It was like East London, we're going to Roman Road, you know what I mean? And it's all just and like, yeah, traveling out every Sunday. Yeah. And um, that ended, Rinse FM ended up, you know, now it's like a legit station oh, yeah. and it's spawned from DJ Targets to Wiley. You know, it used to be in Wiley's bedroom yeah. sometimes. We'd go there and Wiley's just sitting on the end of his bed. Well, yeah, bit of it, bit of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, in the end, I, I just didn't, you know, so that was probably like around 97, isn't it? Or 96, 97, where I was just like listening to way more hip hop shit and just not. So what was your, did you have a hip hop crowd with you as well? Did you have friends that was still in the hip hop scene or making moves in the hip hop scene? Mixture, like? so no, 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 no. I didn't know anyone in the scene at all. I no, didn't know, the only person, I might have knew one or two people, but they weren't exactly like in the hip hop world. Yeah. So it's funny you say that because, um, I've got to try and remember his name, Tucker. Mm-hmm. I've got to shout out to MC Tucker. He was a guy that I knew from like street shit, um, a mutual friend that was like, yeah, he MCs as well. And then, but then years, and Tucker used to MC to Jungle, but then years later, he kind of switched to doing a more kind of rag- ragga hip hop thing. Okay. And then heard that I was rapping again, you know what I mean? That I was like, proper hip hop shit, yeah. And so we, somehow we linked up, he, he got hold of me. And then he was like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this remix for some guy um, called Kane. Kane was working with, oh, I've forgotten the producer's name, man. He's going to be pissed if he hears this. But it ended up being a remix that was Skinny Man was there, Fallacy was there. Um, and I think, was it Nebula or someone? There was someone else there, like a female, I feel like. But, you know, I didn't know. I'd heard of Skinny Man, but yeah. I didn't know who he was. And then I didn't know Fallacy. And yeah. The producer's name was Storm, Storm, and I didn't know Kane either, but I knew Tucker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it was like that connection, and then finding out like, oh, okay, these guys are, are people in the scene. That, and they do that music. Yeah, they do yeah, that yeah. music, and then they're hearing me going, yo, okay. really is that? I wasn't even meant to be on the remix. I ended up being on the remix because they, they really like the verse, you know what I mean? And then from there is where I was like, hmm, it, it feels like something could happen here. So, um... Before all that, what made me go, okay, this is what I want to do, was um, I got really ill uh, after, like, my mum got me a job at Sainsbury's. She's like, look, I don't want you, because she had to come to court for me. And you that really made me, yeah, that made me go, okay, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I can't, I'm not going down that route. Yeah, like, I got this far. First time. Exactly. I can't, I'm not going any further. I got scars, I, got, I was lucky. Yeah. Back in the day, basically, you could get away with getting arrested give a fake name yeah. and 24 hours or 48 hours later they'd have to let you, it was yeah. law to let you out. 18. So we could get away with a lot of shit back then. Yeah. But then once I turned 18 and um, what happened was I went, I saw Felton for one night, oh, for one shit. night I saw Felton and I saw people that, they're like, what are you doing here? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I, nah, yeah, nah, nah. yeah. And then mum come up and put up a short, putting up money for, I was like, yo, no, 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 I can't. And then so she was like, right, you're going to get a job. I'm going to make you go in Sainsbury's. I was like, fuck this shit. But I did it anyway. So did school fuck up? Or yeah. not fuck up, but you just, you did it. I didn't do well in school. And I, I think 
a big part of it was moving from going here for one year, yeah. then going here for one year, then having a few months off and then going, yeah. it's like, for a kid, that's quite a lot to deal with. Yeah. You, know, you realise like, you can't, um, I'm going to find it a lot harder to focus on my work yeah. when I'm still being a kid in these new surroundings. I had six months off in between each of my schools. Mm. So I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I found it like, I didn't, you know, and it was always like that thing, oh, Kevin's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a bit disruptive in class. Yeah. I've always liked entertaining. I've always liked making so people the, laugh. Yeah. Or, the school, the education system wasn't really cutting it for you. If it had come with a different vein or a different style, it might have been able to Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's, that's something we're learning now. That that's what we're definitely learning forms now. Of, there are different forms of education yeah. for everybody. And the, another thing is what they say is like, and I don't think I'm really smart, but what they say is like, a lot of smart kids, they get bored quite easily in mm. class because it's all just like, stare this way yeah. and listen to this boring book. But you, you kind of got to give them a bit more stimulation. Eat, everyone's so different, engaged, man. And yeah, like, you could break them classes up and teach those little sets of kids in a completely different way and they'd all yeah. fucking hopefully yeah. excel. But yeah, so, okay. you know, that makes sense, man. So school was yeah, what so it was. Yeah, school was what it was. And then you we went did the to school thing. And yeah, and then, yeah. So basically, I did same thing. I decided, right, I'm going to study sound engineering. You know, because um, I've always been heavily into music regardless. Yeah. And I've got good hearing as well, good ears. So I thought, yeah, let me do that. And then um, I started and then... Um, so was, this was, sorry. So this was like, mum's like, Look, you're, you're, I'm not going to fail it never again. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Go, You're going to go to the same because you're going to work. Mm. You start to level your head out a bit. Ah, oh, actually, this music thing's the one. Let yeah, me then I was okay, like, yeah, 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 I'd really like to do this. You know, I'd like to try. I was just like... I remember that around 96, 97 was where I was like, man, I'm re I really like the sound of hip hop now. Before that, I felt like the sort of 92 to 94, five-ish, where you had that kind of clangy, clangy sound in hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it wasn't, it wasn't as clean as it, as it became yeah. around 96, 97, um, with, you know, so many different albums dropped, but like Stakes is High and, um, Muddy Waters, and yeah. do you know what I mean? Blackout. It, just, it felt like, Blackout was 98. That was true. But it, it felt like the sound was just, it was like still the funk was there, still hard hitting, but cleaner. It wasn't like yeah. too many samples clanging. But I didn't mind the Bomb Squad stuff, you know, okay. in terms of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt like, yeah, it was a, a vibe that, I don't know, maybe it was too American for me or something. But then all of a sudden I was like, yo man, this I'm is really connected. loving, yeah, the roots, like the roots, oh. like, sick, Illadelph Half-Life, you know. I'm hearing all this shit like yo and it's lyrical as well and that's when it felt like lyrics were really meant something you know it's like shit styles you know yeah. remember how this many different styles something. Different yeah, 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 yeah. and um so for me i was like man hmm you know i wouldn't mind getting back into it um and then what i did was i started um doing um a part-time job for it was a uh, market research mm -hmm. because this way i could like work on music stuff and then it was like shift work you yeah know i mean i didn't have to be in like you got your hours, hours in yeah exactly yeah. so i could work it out and then uh fuck man all of a sudden i just started getting there was like a point where i had this fever going on i was driving with this girl and she's like um what's that lump on your neck i was like what are you talking about she goes oh when you know i turned to the right or whatever she said there's a big massive lump like, is it at the, around the same time I was getting all this weird breathing shit going on. Right. But not, I just thought, oh, I've got a bit of a sore throat or I've got a cold, you know what I mean? When you're young like that, yeah, yeah. you're not thinking like anything not. other than that. But um, it carried on for a while and then 
Um, I was like, all right, let me go to the doctor and check it out. Doctor looked at the lump. Oh, it's not cancer. Just take a few of these and, you know what I mean? Mm. Gone in a few weeks. So what's a few weeks to, at that time, I think I was like, I think it was around 18, 19, around them sort of times. Yeah. What's a few weeks? So carries on, still there and still sweating and, you know, fever. And I was like, oh, doc, it's, yeah, this lump is still here, you know. Oh, let me check it out. Okay, yeah, well, it's not, it's not a... Uh, any, you know, cancer or anything, don't worry, take some of these and it should be gone. Ah, oh, okay, cool. And now it's like... Three months. Yeah, well, maybe even longer, because I'm yeah. not taking it as it. I'm not thinking... Yeah, he said he should take the tablets, yeah, it's fine. a few weeks, it will be gone. What's a few weeks? Yeah, yeah. It could be a month, it yeah. six I'll months. wait, it's fine. You know, but then now it was like, okay, went back to the doctor, yo, bruv, this shit's still here. Um, and he's like, okay, I'm going to send you to the hospital. So go to the hospital, doctor looks there, Check it. Okay, yeah, this ain't cancer. Take these. Should be good in a few weeks. Same thing. What? So now it's like, okay, mum's like, all right, you're snoring when you're awake, sweating all the time. Um, something's up. So my auntie, who she worked in Charing Cross Hospital, um, she had a look and she goes, look, let's take him into ear, nose and throat because, yeah, there's something going on here. That's yeah. not normal. Um, this lump and everything. And then so what was happening was my voice would be like this. And it'll only go normal if I turn to the right. Wow. So obviously this, this lump is causing a yeah. lot of problems. So he went to ear, nose and throat. They're like, yeah, okay, spray up the nose, the throat, then put the camera down. Um, you know, they put the camera through your nose, so it goes Ooh. into your throat. And they were like, yeah, we've got to operate on him now. His windpipe's closing. And so yeah, I ended up, I got like a tracheostomy. Fuck! Yeah, so the next thing I knew was just waking up with... Pipes in your hole. Yeah, yeah with a pipe coming oh out of your God. And then I'm, <coughs> and you're like, mm, and it hurts oh. and all that. And they're like, oh, you got, you can't talk now. You have to write right. it down because the hair's <coughs> coming out of your throat, isn't it? And um, so I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, them days they weren't no WTF. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, what, what the fuck? You know, you know what I mean? By the time I got the fuck, it's Kevin. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here's the situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so what they said is, yeah, because your windpipe was closing, we had to do this. Shit. Um, but we're going to find out what that lump is. Like, don't worry, we're going to find yeah, out yeah, what yeah. it is very rare. So now you're in the hospital. You know how it is, uh, you've oh been to hospital, God. you're just in the bed and you're like, people coughing and spluttering. This old guy here can't hold his farts in. You know what I mean? This one here can't hold his shit in. Like, By yourself most of the day. Yeah, you're, you're just there like, not feeling like you're getting any better, no. looking around like that. And um, so they came basically for about the first week. I couldn't eat nothing. And they were trying to work out what the lump is. They tried to like syringe it, you know, and like, take some of it out. Yeah. And what happened was it made it bigger. So then they had to like strap it, strap around it so it didn't get bigger. And they were saying, okay, we think it could, we think we might know what it is, but we're not sure. But you're going to have to take these tablets. And it was like, first off, it started off with like 13 tablets um, every day. And what? Then, like, yeah, and you could go colorblind. Um, possibly you could go colorblind. So in my, I didn't know what colorblind was at the time. Yeah. So every day I'm waking up like one eye like, Just oh, it's not black and white. I thought it was going to be black and white. Yeah, yeah. You know, they say colorblind, but yeah, I found that. <laughs> I was totally wrong. But yeah, so every day doing that, and still like, what the fuck is going on with me though? And this, this, this is the maddest part, like probably the worst thing I've been through um, that I wouldn't wish on anyone because it's really... Uh, just the weirdest thing you got to do. So now you've got an open wound, yeah? Yeah. So what happens with your lungs is that mucus is always building up because it's trying to protect 
from the cold air going in. Yeah. So every once in a while, you're going to feel like uh, some kind of attack is kind of a coughing attack is happening. So you have to press this button so that these people can come with a tube that they stick the tube down that hole in your throat what? and then suck all the mucus out of your lungs. So you can feel it all tickling your lungs. <laughs> so whilst that's happening, you're puking up as well because you can't hold it. Yeah, because this thing's going yeah, inside. Yeah, so it's the weirdest oh shit I've been through. Oh my God. Man. The shit's happening to you and you're like, like you have to, there's nothing you, you can do. You just got to give yourself up yeah, to it. Yeah, you just got, okay, this is not going to be fine, but press the button and then they come. And because they were like, okay, we think this might be TB, but we're not sure. So they put me into a, my own room, luckily yeah. enough. It's a solitary room, got a TV there. Nice. You know what I mean? It was yeah. cool. I was like, cool. I'm not looking yeah. at this dude Safe. shitting over here, this dude yeah. over there. So that was cool. But then there's the part of like, okay, I think I need suction. What happens is it's almost like, you know when you feel like you're about to cough? And you've got to stop you've yourself. Got this, yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to stop yourself. And so, um, but then you're like, okay, press the button for them to come in. And you know, for a couple of days it was cool. But there was one day I pressed the button and they came to the door and they couldn't open the door. The door was jammed. I was like, what the fuck's going on here, Oh, man? stop that. Yeah, am I going to die in the fucking... Why are they trying to get in the fucking yeah, door? Yeah, like, so he's like, oh, Kevin, can you come and open the door? Because it's really hot. So I'm like, fucking get out of the bed. You know oh, what I mean? With shit. the drip and all that. like, But trying to stay calm yeah, as well. Not- trying not to have an attack. I get to the door, like, door couldn't open. I was like, what the fuck? 20 minutes later, they had to Shut get, um, yeah, the firemen to knock the door down. So I had to just, like, calm down, just calm the fuck down, don't panic, don't worry, you know that, so it's taught me, that cough away and, yeah, so it taught me so much, like going through wow. that, I watched like, you know, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali documentaries, just shit that like, was quite empowering and made me think like, okay, I'm going to do this, if, if I get through this, I'm doing I mean, look, thing. you know what, sure. probably the best things to learn from are the hardest things we go through yeah, in life, yeah, man, sure. like, it's, the pain it causes and the, the emotion it stirs up and the fear and all that type of shit. But God damn, if you can just take a minute, mm. get the lesson. Then mm. you, you lose Ooh. so much. And like, I had friends, because I just deteriorating. I was losing weight every day. Friends coming, fainting. Girls coming all crying. They said you were going to die. This and that. But I never, it never sunk in. It's like now I'm older, it's, I have mo- you know when you think about things. How past, serious it was. Yeah, then you feel how, yeah. But I never felt yeah. like that back then. I never thought oh, I was going to die. It was only the, the my friends doing that that made me think, oh shit, this is way more serious than I was even thinking. And then it came to me like, yo, if you get through this, the music is you, bro. And then it's funny because doing the ayahuasca last, you know, in yeah. October just gone, that's what it was like. That shit happened to you to tell you, like, bruv, get on this music thing. This is what you're meant to be doing. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And I don't even believe in all that. Oh, I was put on this earth to do, 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 because it's like, but it, you know I know that entertaining yeah. is my thing. Yeah, you know that, I mean? ju- just that, that, I think that sentence, I was put here to do this thing. Yeah, it's, it's like a short abbreviated, it's like a, it's like keep calm and carry on. Mm. Keep calm and carry on is a reality and we should, mm. but it's cheesy because it's on a t-shirt on a postcard and mm. really there's a better way to say it and I can say it with a bit more meaning. And I think that you're right, the, I was put here to do this thing. Is It sounds cheesy in that and it, it can be said with a lot more meaning, but it's a fucking fact. Mm. Like, I, you were, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's relative as well. Relative, yeah. Like I, I do, you know, when people like <coughs> my legacy and then, you know, like you're talking about in 500 years time, mm. 
But eventually the sun is gonna burn, <laughs> burn out. Mm. So what, what legacy like yeah. who is it left for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what I mean about I don't even You don't care about that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not about leaving you don't it's not about yeah, saying the fortune that, and the yeah. legacy making. But I do feel like yeah, this is this is a talent that um I was meant to, you know, I've always been trying to make people laugh or yeah. just entertain in some form of way. And then, lo and behold, it's like using uh, exactly. a form of rap to do it. Well, it also, I think, by the, by the, why I love creativity so much, as, as culture and creativity is a way of life, is because it does tend to bring out the thing we naturally want to do, which surely can only be a positive on the world. Mm-hmm. Not to make a massive mark, fuck a history book, don't worry about yeah. a legacy, but what I'm doing on my day to day isn't, it's putting out really good vibes every time. Mm because of this yeah we have to get involved in business and all that type of shit as well yeah. but the point being like music was the thing yeah man yeah, yeah. it was like because you get all these flashes of look like I've got me and my sister did a rap and I was probably she might have been about four or three <laughs> yeah and I was like nine eight or nine or something and we did we did a rap tape Sick. for my uncle yeah and then she goes don't you remember we did I was like wow shit you've yeah. been on this you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it just feels like, yeah, I guess, you know, and I'm glad that I took it serious enough that even through the tough times, the times when like, my friends are like, boy, bruv, you're going to try and, you know, you're going to be a rapper with an English accent. Really? And think, nah, 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 nah. like, really, yeah. Even going through all of that to, you know, then, you know what I mean? Now, uh, English voice is a stand. Now it's weird if you... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, you still do that. No, precedent's you know been set. I mean? It can't be yeah. broken now. And so I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's stuff I probably could have done a lot better um, along the journey, but because I'm just learning as I'm going along. Yeah. And then the reason why even stuff was happening for me is because whereas everyone's like, yo, man, we don't get no love. And I'm like, yo, I'm still alive. I'm like, my heart's beating. Do you know what I mean? I just got, I'm out there. Yeah, but I never I'm wanted to use it as a, like, yeah. Look, check my I've story. Been this. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. years later, like I hear Kanye's through the wire. I'm yeah. like, fuck. Dad, it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nah, nah. I still thought it was corny, but I mean, yeah, I, like you said, people like to hear um, certain stories because you kind of get more of an idea of who it is. Yeah, I think there's you. that, but then there's also just like, oh, fuck, maybe I could deal with a situation like that. Mm. Or maybe I could, oh yeah, I, did, I went through that and I dealt with it this way, so maybe I could have done it this way, or maybe I should do it this way. Or mm. Associations with other people's stories, I think, also just helps our mental health. Definitely. I'm not crazy. He's mad as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah, that. Sure. It's like he loves his music so much, he was like, no, fuck it, I'm going for it. All right, cool. Yeah, man. And because of this, this, and this, and this, and I can relate to this, this, and this, and this, so maybe I should follow the passion. Mm. That's what I think the stories are for. For real, it's you're right, push man. That. Yeah, you're right. And, and it's also like not being scared. I think like when you're young or like, I, I'm sure it's the same way now for kids, but you're, you're almost pressured into shit, I better quick, I better do, I better, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And so you, you'll just jump into something that you're not into. Yeah. And then I now see. that's you, yeah. that's your life. And you know like the dudes from your same, that was in your class. Yeah, or yeah, from like, the manor. Fuck, man, they look yeah. old. What happened there? Yeah, they look yeah. old and you realise it's like, yeah, because... You probably, you've been living a life that you didn't want to live, yeah. kind of thing. I've got friends, I know my friends are jealous of me. Yeah. They don't chat to me as often, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? And when they chat to me, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just come back from so-and-so, oh yeah, I did a gig at blah, 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 yeah, I've yeah, just yeah. done some work for yeah. you, know, yeah, so. I've just gone and, yeah. It's, it's, it, make, it makes me slightly hard. But mm. it, it, 
like you say though we get you know there's those those years where we it's hard to make that decision based on your own thought and you, you're going to follow someone else and mm. the same thing I chatted to Sipa Grinder about a couple mm. of weeks ago I said that at the end of the thing it's just that he there was a point he turns up at Beat's house and he's just met him and they're just hanging out through mutual friends mm. and they're alone and they start making these funny videos and Sipa decided fuck it I'm going to take the swagger off I'm going to be stupid on this video I'm going to be relaxed enough and stop this thing that you have to carry as a team mm. to get through the streets, get through this life. I'm going to be stupid. And because he let himself be stupid, look what happened. Wow. Three or four years later, they yeah. make the best content the West, you know, England yeah. has seen for a long time. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just Brandy. about that, that relaxation and that like, no, I'm going to just break this mould a minute. I'm not, I don't have to carry this. I'm going to relax. I'm going to put my trust in this person. I'm going to take a risk and be brave. I'm going to be fucking stupid. And thank God he did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's that's a proper sign. Because like, I've been always wondering about like, you know, that sort of feeling comfortable in an uncomfortable environment. It's a hard thing to pull yeah, off, man. Yeah. It's very so hard. So for him to say that, like, all right, let me just turn the swagger off. Yeah. Let me just be stupid and see and how this goes. We don't think it as such at the time. You, you coming out of hospital, which I want to know about, but you don't... As you say, you're not like, oh, I just nearly fucking died. I'm going to fucking run for this. Nah. But in the back of your head, there's something going on that's going to push you in a certain direction. And it's the same for him. He grew up how he did, ran, ran the streets like we all did, and had, was put in a position to make a decision. And he mm. took the decision. The same for you. You were put in a position to make a decision. Mm. And then, so what happened then? You come out, the hospital done. So hospital um, done, basically... How long are you in there? In came out. I was in for two weeks. Wow. And the first week... Um, so the first week I hardly ate anything, it was just all puree and yogurt yeah. and that. And then also the, um, that was the whole thing with the uh, getting locked up and, you know, yeah, that whole situation. So after that they taught me, they was like, look, we're going to teach you how you can bring it up yourself. So, you know, I learned how to, Damn. it's basically like if you've got a chesty cough, you know, you just heave a few times and then cough it out. So right. it's like doing that. And then into a tissue, just, and it uh, came out of the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. So that was giving myself the suction. Yeah, around, yeah, yeah. Which I preferred in the end because it wasn't this tube going down. Yeah. My foot, and my, some other one's hands in front uh, of you, uh, like man. yeah, and they're breathing. All know. of that. Yeah, uh, someone right yeah, in front yeah, of your face. Like, that's it. <laughs> so they then they were like, okay, yeah, it's TB. This is what we're going to put you on. At the time, um, they were saying usually it will take about two and a half years for you to get rid of TV. Wow. But um, mine was a year and a half, maybe, or just yeah. under a year and a half. of um, It went down from the 13 tablets to nine. And then in the end, I was doing like five or six, I think. And then it was just three. There was uh. just three tablets that I would kept taking. But what had happened was, um, at the time of seeing the doctor about the lump in my throat, I also wanted to get physiotherapy because my back was ache. I had this ache in the right side of my back. And right. I was like, yeah, I need physio. He's like, oh, you can't do physio. You have to do this course of ibuprofen. So I was like, okay. And like a dickhead taking the ibuprofen Shit. to the point where, because it does something to your stomach. Stomach up, yeah. Yeah, so I was getting that. I was getting the stomach thing. Oh, I man. Like, uh, I don't think I want to carry on. So what happened was, the reason why I mentioned that is that I started doing the physio in the same hospital okay. that I ended up going to for the, um, for, the operation. for the operation. And so when I had my next physio, um, whatever, you know, appointment. physio appointment, I, went, I just had to go like second floor or whatever. And she's like, oh, Kevin, you're here. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've been admitted upstairs and she's, you know, obviously finding out this and that. 
about um, what was going on with TV. So she was like, okay, well, we can't, we can't work on you now because you've got something else going on. And um, so they, they let me leave. Um, and then what happened was I had to see a, a professor, like a specialist professor who's a TV specialist. And what he'd do is give me MRI scans. Oh, yeah. The scans were to check on the liquid, the TV in the neck. And where it's gone. Where it's gone and whatnot. Um, but then, so usually it's about 30 minutes or something, 40 minutes in there. Yeah. But then I remember I fell asleep, I woke up, I came out and it was like an hour and 20 minutes. And then I'm looking at them, you know, on the other side of the screen, and yeah. they're all like in a huddle, like, ooh, ooh chatting away. It looked like something was going on. Serious. I was like, fuck's sake, man. Then, then they come in and they're like, um, hi, Kevin, uh, how are you feeling? And I was like, yeah, cool. You know, I just woke up, still rough, obviously, but... And then they were like, okay, and bring, they brought in these nurses and then they were like, can you just stay, stay lying down? I was like, what's going on? And they were like, they run this like sharp thing across the bottom of your feet. Oh yeah. And can you feel that? And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Can you wiggle your toes for us? I was like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? And they said, oh, well, we've noticed that your, you know, your neck is slightly deteriorated. I was like, what the fuck? What? They go, basically, TB is like <clears throat> acid on the bone. Oh my god. So what was happening, the TV that was in my neck had been going, you know, onto my bone, onto my vertebrae in the neck. And burning it and away. burning it away. And that's why I was getting the back pain. Oh so shit. That's what I needed physio for. So all the ibuprofen was for nothing. And mean? even the, the physio wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, it wasn't going to do anything. But luckily they found that out. Shit. But because of that, and this was like probably, you know, like uh, maybe three or four months later because I was always going in for checkups. Yeah. I think they must have just clocked like oh shit have you, look, have you seen his neck though? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're looking at all this other stuff. <laughs> well, yo that's no, no, you seen that bit? Yeah and so that's because I was like what the fuck and they rushed me back into hospital the same day uh, of, of finding so for another operation? No well yeah I think they wanted to check to make sure I was fine and I was like look I'm cool but I had to spend another two weeks in there oh. and in the end they gave me a neck brace so the first Strength one was like a mad, yeah, to basically now to, for it to grow back. Oh my God. Because if God. they'd have left it, it would have been growing all crooked, didn't it? So they needed my neck to be like oh, straight. Shit. Yeah. So that when the bone grows back, it grows back properly. And so I had to wear that for like two years. What? Yeah. So two years. So you're, what, is this coming up to 20 years old or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh. is all before. Bro, how the fuck were you dealing with that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I don't... What was I your think, mind like, man? That yeah. is a fucking lot to carry at that age. Yeah, I don't think I was taking it as serious as... It's nuts, you know what I mean? It's nuts, though. Because, like, as I, like, I thought about it as a man. As, as a man, like, it, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting here fat, you know, I'm thinking, Jesus, imagine. Yeah. But no, you're right. I suppose at 20, it's like, yeah, yeah okay. cool, this shit. Uh, okay, I got through that. Pass my headphones. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, man, that's what it was like. So, yeah, basically, yeah. I'm recovering. I can't really go out. You know, um, I still have this passion and luckily like my school brethren and my cousin and we just, and then my boy Skits as well, we just used to go around to um, his in Kilburn and uh, mm-hmm. he'd make beats on Amiga. That Who was he, in Kilburn? He was kind of like a, uh, whereabouts in Kilburn? Who, who was in Kilburn? Oh, sorry, my brethren, Orion. Orion. So from school. Okay. And he, what, what, the reason I mentioned him is because he was like a RZA star. He was a mad Wu-Tang fan. Yeah. He was like mad scientist kind of. Yeah. He could produce beats on the Amiga and that. Sick. He was freestyle sick as well. And he was funny as well, do you know what I mean? And so we, I used to go to his all the time because I couldn't go out in that much. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't burning or nothing because of the throat. And I would just practice freestyle. Well, I was just working on a style 
that I knew was so you English. had these people in place to help yeah, you. Yeah, that was luckily. UK because I'd heard MCD by now. I'd Lovely. heard um, obviously like Rodney P and that. Yeah, but I've heard a few other artists from UK, but especially MCD because he was around the corner. Yeah, it was like shit. This guy sounds like me. Do you know what I mean? Very it's like local. people I know, yeah. but he's rapping some shit. And so I, I was know. like, I want to come with yeah. a style that's, you know what I mean? That's like, people hear it, it's clear, whether, and I can be funny or I can be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just working on that throughout the whole um, two years, basically, Fuck, of recovery. Man. And then when it, when it was like, yeah, I'm better now, I put on weight again, and then I was like, all right, open mic. Let's, let's. Did you record <laughs> anything in that time? Like, no, no, no. No recording. Yeah, actually I did, but it wasn't like proper recording. But have you, just, can you ever hear back on any of that? I should it? ask him. He's probably got some of the yeah. stuff. Man, I wonder if you, how you would sound as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, difference yeah, the in sound from the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think uh, uh, probably a, a lot different in terms yeah. of sounding younger. But honestly, man, I feel like until about like 2005, six. I was still developing my stuff. I still yeah. feel like, I listen back to stuff and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was shouting, I was trying too hard to be like super lyrical miracle or, you know, this stuff where, as I think for, uh, you know, if you get signed, back in the day, you get signed and then they'll help develop you. Yeah. I never really had any of that. Yeah. Anyone developed me, it was all like. Just, Self-taught. Yeah, and going off of what people, oh, yeah, you yeah. like want to do that, you like want to do this and just carrying on. Yeah. But yeah, man, I feel blessed that that was the reason that got me into it because, like I said, it, that even got me more, um, it got more eyes on me because most people in UK hip-hop were kind of moody or moaning or, yeah. you know. It was a like, vibe, especially that time. Yeah, it wasn't crazy exciting. Not like it wasn't exciting, but it wasn't crazy like, Ugh. and so I came out with just a different, yeah. and not knowing anyone as well was probably a big part of like what made people go, yo, well, you see, he could rap already and he said, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, how have we not like, known him? Yeah, so what, what was the first shows you went to, do you remember? The first shows I went to, um, I remember the one, there was one major one, I remember it was, I think it was 96, and it was EPMD when they just got back together. Okay. And um, they, so they, this was their first tour since getting back together and there's a whole hoo-ha and yeah. Westwood and numbers even talking about it. And I remember my <laughs> brethren, who, yeah, 279, <laughs> yeah. right? And I remember my brethren who, we he used to be on Transmission One as MC and as well as uh, Rinse. And then even when, when I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, this hip hop thing, even he got into it, he started writing bars and whatnot. He was like, yeah, come, let's go to the EPMD concert. And I was like, yeah, okay. So that was like our first hip hop um, yeah. um, live experience. Live experience. Yeah. And it was nuts, like going in there, you know, when you're like, Bro, there's a lot more white people in here than I thought there would be. You know what I mean? But then it was like the, the vibe was sick. It was in Shepherd's Bush Empire. Lovely. And then there was, we got Classic. involved in the mosh. But it was like just bouncing up mad high. And I remember like we were just bouncing, looking at each other like, bro, this is sick. You know what I mean? But remember, we've already come from jungle raving. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Till four, you know, four uh, in the afternoon the next day and all yeah. that shit. This was a different experience. Completely. And, um... Remember seeing you know white guys with dreads and all that. We we're like, right, boy, this is you know what I mean. <laughs> but it felt good, and then yeah. from there, man, I was just like, yeah, I want to go to more, you know. And what about after that? So when your brace comes off, what was the first thing you went to? Do you remember or the first things you went to? So did you go out to be a rapper? Then you were like, right, I'm gonna go out and show them. Nah, do you know what? I think I still waited a bit because obviously, so say like I couldn't drink for a while. Okay. Do you know what I mean? There were certain things that made it feel like. I wasn't supposed to go anywhere yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously, uh, my weight was really low. 
and so it's things like that, just putting weight back on, getting my strength back. Yeah. Um, and then, so the neck brace comes off and I feel like what had happened was, so we went to that thing and then, yeah, that was it. So Subterranea, there was an event there and fuck, who was it? Was it, I think it was Gravediggers. Yeah. I feel like it was Gravediggers, yeah. 279 had put it on and uh, I, I was there in the crowd and then next to me, was one of the guys from Juvenile Targets from back in the day, yeah. Slough, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was like, bro, what are you doing here? I thought you was a jungle MC now, you know what I mean? And I go, nah, man, I'm back, bro, fuck yeah. that shit. And he was like, right. And then he's got, yo, take number, swap numbers. And the shanty, Skanky the Ashanti, his name is. And uh, yeah, okay. he was like, okay, let's look, hook up. Um, let's, you know, I've got a producer. You know, you need to meet my boy. Because at that time, I was trying to make my own beats as well. Okay. Uh, so I had a Korg and Amiga and, you know what I mean? Trying. Like, yeah, trying, bro. But tell you, when I met, like, real producers, I was like, oh, yeah. That's how it is. Up. Let me sell this Korg. So uh, that was funny, man. So he was like, yeah, hook up with my boy. He's a producer, Bluefoot. He's also on a DJ. Ooh. Okay, cool. And then Blue lived in um, out west. He was in west as well. So it wasn't too much of a mission. Hooked up with him, he played some beats. I was like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. I think, you know what I mean? And then gradually we, we what was the next crew name? It was called, was it Sudden Impact? Or? Yeah. yeah, Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking there's juvenile targets, there was something else. But then when we got back together again, I think it was so. Yeah, Sudden Impact. Sudden no, Impact. no, 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 Juvenile Article. What was Sudden Impact then? Sudden Impact was the two, the. Sudden Impact was the twins in it that worked with Blue. Ah, uh, you were. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, You're right. It. Yeah, but we had an impact name as well back then. We have juvenile targets and then something else, all to do with being young, you yeah. know what I mean? But anyway, so Skanky was like, yeah, come to Blues. I went to Blues and uh, he was just playing bare beats and like loads of demos that they'd done. So Skanky had a bunch of tunes and whatnot. And I was just hungry, like, yo, okay, cool. Let me go. We started a crew, Genuine Article. So Blue was the producer and DJ, and then it was me, K Lover, and Skanky. Okay, so them two were both from the group yeah. that we were in when we were kids and that. And then, and it was cool, man. We were, we put tunes together, we did a couple shows and whatnot. But it was always like, I felt, you know, I was really hungry. I was really like, yo. There's more out there. Them lot have still been doing it from back then, innit? So maybe their hunger wasn't the same as mine. Yeah. Where I'm hearing a beat and going, yo, this should be about so and so and so and so and so. And they're like, really? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so eventually, you know, over, I think we, we we stuck it out for maybe two years or something, two or three years. And then it was like, uh, I felt like I should probably go solo. Mm. People kept saying it to me as well, but it just felt that way anyway. And then, um, yeah, I just kind of, I started like hitting a lot more open mics, like solo. And just because I, I knew that that was the only way to really Get, find out who, you know, you who's doing what, yeah. you DJs, people find out who you are. And then it just started building from there. Blue was like, oh, you need to hit up Deal Real Records in um, West End because yeah. they got an open mic thing. And um, at that time, he was working though, innit? And I was like, are you, are you coming in there? He's going, no, no, I can't be in this blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? And then I remember I had to call my friend. His name's Smooth Pig. Shout out to Smooth Pig. Yes. I was like, yo. Smooth Pig, what are you doing? He's like, no, no, man. I goes, oh, bro. It felt like the old school shit. Yeah, bro, follow me to West End. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that shit. Like, proper hardcore road man would be like, 
Follow you, follow me to West End. You know, like, what you want me to hold your hand to West End? <laughs> Please. That was me. Yeah, that was me. So I would provide that. Yeah, like, yeah, bro. Follow me to West End. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come. He used to think he was Puff Daddy and I was Biggie. Nice. Mean? So for him, it's like, nice. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take my artist. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. you, Kev. Watch. So went there, bam, hit the open mic, and it was. Because obviously I was shy because I didn't know anyone and obviously I don't want to go out there and look like a dickhead either. But I was confident enough that I could You knew what you'd been doing, yeah. So we went there and smacked it up and then it was like, okay, every month just go back, go back, keep going like And then eventually they were like, yeah, we're going to start a label, deal with records and we want you to be the first artist. I'm like, boom, you know. And then, then my boy that was rapping with Jargon got him on the B okay. side, yeah. and Skinny Man was kind enough to jump on the. So what EP the is that? What, That's what the words out. The single called "Kiss the Ask Goodnight." Yeah. So it came out right at the end of '99. Okay. So yeah. I always say 2000 because it sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah. But um, that came out, and then yeah, that I started doing shows. Me and Blue were doing shows, and just had a single out. Do you know that what I mean? I've got, no, I haven't got oh, one you guys mentioned. Yeah, I've got the Blue in My single. Oh, yeah, Open Mic. Yeah. So Open Mic came out a couple years after, but. Yeah, that was only three or two or three. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was because, because, you know, like I said, man, me and this guy have been working um, for a minute, yeah. and he was like the first producer I'd met where I was like, okay. This sounds like a hip hop. And there was more of just just the one. Exactly. Yeah, or yeah, just working yeah, on one those, or two. He had a catalogue. Bro, so the sessions at Blues um, used to be crazy. Is he older than you? Yeah, he's a little bit older than okay, me. Okay, so he had a couple of years in. Yeah, and also like he was, you know, like the years where I wasn't into hip hop like that. He, he was, was grinding. Like, yeah, he yeah. was heavily into it. So it's weird. It's always been weird for me. There's always been a sort of period that people talk about where I remember vaguely, but I don't remember that tune. Yeah. You know, a certain thing because I just wasn't yeah. into. I wasn't into like music like that at that yeah. time. You know, it was just like whatever, man. But yeah, so gradually after doing the deal real thing, I realized like shit. All like, all people got to do is hear me, and you know, shit will happen. Yeah. So I just used to kept. I just kept grafting and grafting. I met Harry Love at Deal Real Records, yeah. um, and then we started working together, and then Harry. Um, linked me up with Brain Tax for the low life thing, um, and then obviously, yeah, you know, well, we don't know, but <laughs> well, we don't know what happened, do we? But, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. but that was it was an eventful few years for you, though. You released definitely, a few things, you know what I mean? Man. Like what what Joey did bring the beginning was a, uh, you know, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful like thing. it could have really turned, like you know, I'm glad that High Focus are doing what they're doing. Now. Yeah, amazing. Like low life could have easily gone there. Yeah, if you know, if Brain Tax wasn't who he was, yeah. you know what I mean? The reason why High Focus is because Fliptrix isn't greedy like no, that. he's a, an amazing saint of a man. Yeah, man, yeah. and I never clocked, I, ne I didn't even realise, like Harry clocked it early. He was like, hmm, this guy's a bit dodgy, I don't trust this guy. Yeah, so he was like, it. yo, I'm happy to be alive, yo, I'm yeah. happy to put my music out, yeah, yo, I'm yeah, happy yeah. to be doing shit, you know, I was He's just doing happy. what, he's doing what? Harley Street, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just happy, you yeah. know? And then, um, then who else? somebody else had mentioned something, and then even I remember Jess saying to me, like, yeah, you know, you got to think about like when it's the artist's label, you, you know, you're going to see things. Like, oh, what are you talking about? He's like, well, think about it, man. You know, whenever he's got an album coming, that's when it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we've got a new, we've got a new website now. Yeah. Or, yeah, we switched distributions. We managed to get always, Something bigger always happens yeah. as soon as he's got a release, but everyone else, it was just pretty regular. Yeah. And then also the compilation sort of stuff. 
he'd guarantee he'd always make sure he had something on it. He was dominant on it. Yeah, he knows yeah. the business. He yeah. knows yeah, there's more money from there. Well, you know, some of us didn't know that. And there's a whole bunch of stories like I could go through in terms of the reason why I'm upset with him. Yeah. You know, everyone's had their different experiences, but for me it was like I thought I was a friend, I thought I was a brother, mm. but then you're like leaving me stranded in certain places or, yeah. or lying to me about certain aspects of the business, then I'm like, man, yeah, you're This you know. isn't what I thought it was. And even to the point where like, you know, the last couple shows we had of his uh, Panorama tour, he I'd already been like, I don't want to do this anymore. But because I'm thinking about, I'm putting my position myself in the position of the drummer and the DJ, like Cam and I've forgotten the drummer's name, but if that you know, put myself in their position, that's kind of fucked up that like, I can't do this show now yeah. because he's so I was like, all right, I'll do the last two shows, but I don't fuck with this dude anymore. You know what I mean? And just did it and then from then, you know. Damn. Yeah, history's been made. I think I'm gonna do like I wanna start a podcast and I'm gonna talk about it more in depth. You know what? I think because I've I've I'm good friends with like me and Farmer are really good friends. Mm. I know Chester really well. I know Jess. I know Guy Featherstone really well. Fuck it. That's the name I haven't heard of Yeah, guys like a guy's a very important man in my life. He played, he played a very heavy guys. he played a big role in my life when I was in Brighton, but being a young dad and yeah. being thinking I want to be a creative and he gave me a lot of advice man and then I found out about his roles have been low life and I was obviously immensely proud to know this man and so there's a couple I know a couple of stories I don't know the full story from him either but I've heard a couple of little things and I, I, I didn't want to know anymore and I think low life was such an integral part of the UK scene like Joe came in to the and brought this label which the UK hadn't really had to that level he'd done a really important thing and it's so sad the way it ended Mm. And I think it's important that we know that story if we can. Yeah, I, I think, think so it'd be as important well. to pull that story together because there are a lot of things to celebrate about that period, mm. an awful lot, but we can't. Yeah, because it's like it's hard. I, don't, I can't sit down with Chester Farms. Oh, sick! Do you remember when you did? Oh, well, to be honest, let's not talk about no, it. And I'm not saying we should, but but we need to hear it all out yeah. so we can then be like. I, I know there was a guy that uh, shout to Ricky Edits. I know he was trying to put like a documentary together but I, I just think it's going to be really tricky um, and also um, you know I think if you're going to make a documentary about it so so for example like recently with the Michael Jackson documentary the main thing everybody's pissed off about it is that it's like bro he's not here mm. he's dead like he's and there's even... no representation of yeah. him, whatever and fair enough like brain tax is still about if he wanted to you know, say his piece, he could, but it's quite obvious from time he disappeared for. Over, he doesn't want to say his piece. Yeah, over so many years. So I feel like now, if anything, we should all get to say our side. Like I can't say I'd be as pissed off as Skinny, or I'd be as no. pissed off. As, but I know for what how I was dealt with, I'm pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like we all know that the materials I've still been selling or is still selling. And you know, I know I'm not getting nothing from it. I believe there are some people who are, yeah. but I don't know. You know what I mean? And we can't. I mean, look, it'd be fucking great to hear from Joe as well because we all make mistakes. Mm. Maybe this shit can be forgiven. Mm. Maybe you never know. It, it, it hasn't, be. I, I it hasn't been said yet. Yeah. So yeah, Pete, I know Skinny as well, and I, I know that story. And I, it, it just like there's a lot. The apology would have to be absolutely gigantic. 
I mean, first of all, he'd have to say, uh, this is how much I owe you. But I, I think that's the thing. That has to come first. Because, and then the line, because he's, passed, he's passed the point of it just being an apology now. Yeah, and, and it feels like that's all he cared about anyway. This is the thing that becomes a pan. But that's what I'm saying is the shame. is just that, fuck, Joey, you've walked off with this complete tar of a brush. Do not tell me. I don't believe that's why you started this. Mm. You didn't start this thing and grow it to that level and bring in all these people. And if it was just to do that, tell us so we don't feel like a fucking idiot. Mm. Because I feel like it was. Maybe it was, man. I, I, like I kind of, I just think it was too. And I'm looking at it, not in the business. Looking at it with fan eyes, it looked too organic to me. It looked too natural, and it looked so English and supportive. It looked like I, yeah, I wasn't in it. Yeah. So from the that's, outside, yeah, that's, that's how it looks. The hard part. The hard part to deal with is like fucking hell. You said all of that shit. You were like, you're dissing. You know. Like Israel or or people, um, you know, appropriating cultures yeah. or well, and then you did all of that, all of that you were doing at what the time, the and happened? then you did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, for him, he could come back and pay everybody whatever that oh, you know, settle up. But there's always going to be that hanging over his head, that right, you know, I don't know if I can believe you anymore mm. because it, I believed him. I believed like when he's talking like that, I'm like, right, this guy's righteous. You know, vegan, well, vegetarian. All, all anyone can do, man, and it, only if you're up for it, only if he's up for it, would be to come and tell the truth. It would be mm-hmm. up to us to decide on what you got to decide on how you deal with that truth. But that, that's that's part of the, the bigger part of the problem is that he hasn't. And then the other side of the problem is uh, we're not great at forgiveness as yeah. humans, especially yeah. in this day and age, because burning and getting fucked over in this day and age is like the knock-on effect is ridiculous. Mm. When you've got plans set on a paycheck and that paycheck doesn't come, it isn't just so you, you it wasn't just the trains you didn't get to buy that month. Mm. It's the phone bill that didn't get paid. It's the rent that was low. It was there's all these knock-on effects. You know, it's um, it, he played a fucking yeah, he played a horrible hand. Yeah. How did you survive that? Cause you went, you were like, you released quite a few things on. Yeah, I mean, life. for you were me, quite um, involved. Yeah, because like I never had a contract with him, uh-huh. nothing. So, um, I kind of felt like, yeah, partly my fault in a way. Anyway, um, not even knowing the business. But I'll give you an example. Like, um, you know, MCPS. You know, MC. So MCPS for people who don't know basically means you get paid for the production of uh, your material. So if someone, if a label presses up one record, you're owed a certain percentage for the pressing of that record and then you're owed a certain percentage of the, of the, the sales same, as yeah. well. So it's something other than, but it's something that the label has to deal with. And so at the time, I didn't really know, all I knew was like production, something to do with production. I didn't know it was like production of units. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Joe, so yeah, man, um, this MCPS thing, like, uh, I don't know whether I should sign up with them or not. I'm with PRS, but oh, MCPS. Oh, no, no, you don't need to worry about that because you're not a producer. It's to do with production. Yeah. Only years later, I'm like, right, this fucker told me like it was. I'm sure I probably said to him, yeah, but I'm not a producer. And he went along with it. But it's like, bruv, really? Like, how long was he Come trying on, to get man. away with that? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I feel like, <clears throat> and he said it in his lyrics. There's certain things where he's like, oh, I moved to Spain and, you know, but then it turned into moving to Australia. Like, but he was saying things where it's like, yeah, I'm just stacking up and I'm going to bounce or, you know, each track is a brick, another brick in the house, things like that where, and then the, another thing is that the pressing plant that he was originally, why he moved to London, 
you know, as an agent for the pressing plant to get more people to press records. Mm. Hence, like nearly everyone in the UK who was pressing UK hip hop at the time was going through him. Yeah. And so he, imagine like that kind of chokehold as well. When he disappears, what happens then? Let alone, yeah, I see you getting me started now. No, this is amazing, man, because I'm. how the fuck do you continue? So, and then let alone, so he'd be pressing up majority of UK hip hop stuff. But what I started to find out was that that none of those pressings would be as good as a low life pressing. So he'd always what? make sure, yeah, he'd always make sure every, whether it be foreign beggars or where you can ask them. Yeah. Um, skits and all them with, you know, they countryman. Have, yeah, countryman. You can ask all them people and it would be, or even test the records against each other. None of them would make sure that the low life shit with better, heavier, or whatever it needs to be, so that, that would guarantee You know what? You kind of just said something that was quite subliminal to me. Mm. If I think about listening to those, I've got them. Yeah. I've got your... Listen, yeah, listen back. No, but you know what? It felt different playing Food or Brain Taxes album, for instance, over Countryman or Skinny. Mm. There was, you're right, the sound. And it's so weird because I felt that. Mm. The like quality. Not really, not thought, I've yeah. never heard anyone say it, yeah. but to me the quality was different. Mm. But I couldn't put my finger. Yeah, it's on not it. something that you so weird that you just said that. And I'm like, yeah. actually, I've known that. Without their brother, there's so many different little tiny little things where you're like, man, this guy was pretty sinister with it. Very slick, very like. Um, it makes you wonder. Sociopath, doesn't it? man. Yeah, it does. It makes you fucking wonder, like how premeditated was this, and mm. or how. Like the, the sociopathic side of it, if that is a fact in this. Like, when did that, when did that, oh, I've got this. I can behave like this and I'll get this. Like, I, I don't think that he originally thought, yeah, I'm going to bump no. Skinny Man, I'm going to bump Tom, no. I'm going to bump that. I think gradually, as it was going on and as he was realising, oh, these fuckers don't even like me. And then there was, I, I'm willing to take this risk. Fuck it, I'm willing to take this risk. Just disappear, isn't it? I mean, I, I think it... it gradually got to that like I was one of the last sort of dudes that were kind of still messing with him do you know what I mean like it was like yeah we're still releasing material with him but no one would be like yeah yeah let's do a show or, yeah there's no cosign like, really nah. we'll just use the vessel yeah do you know what I mean and and then it's painful for me when it's like you know you he more or less said to me I can't do shows without you like if I, oh, I wouldn't be doing you know what I mean yeah. and then you guys treat me like that it's just like, bro, who are you, man? How, yeah. how, so you, you, you've been through shit, you know what I mean? You've yeah. had life experience, so this isn't the end of the world to you. Nah. It's a kick exactly, in the teeth. Man. Yeah, very much a kick in the teeth and also a reminder that uh, no matter how happy you are in the world, not everybody else is happy, so they don't necessarily care about whether you are or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I learned from that. I was like, shit, man, not everybody's genuine. Mm. And even, like... Do, the one thing with brain tax happened, but uh, there's like, I've got like three releases. Well, other than the stuff with on Low Life, there's yeah. two other releases I've got that I don't get any money for. Oh, yeah, that I don't get any money for. So it's like I've still been picking and choosing the wrong people. Do you know what I mean? And maybe part of that is me not staying in contact or whatever, but I'm just like, I, I feel like move on man so isn't part of that though do you think as well is just it's the vibe it's the fact that there's uh, look I can create like, because part exactly we're fulfilling something yeah. oh, fuck, I fucked up on the money or that person's robbing me but I've got this I, yeah, I can still go do the shows then yeah. off the back of you know certain <laughs> tunes I'm still getting a lot of love anyway so yeah. I don't 
And I don't like even now. So with the name change thing, even yeah, like, people are like, right, bro, you wait until now to call yourself my CD. It's like, nah, I actually registered that shit ages ago. It's just now felt like the right time to do it because when I was originally gonna do it, I had an album called My Strigen. So it'd be a bit, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like just too I much. I couldn't do it then. Yeah, even a distributor were like, nah, 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 just stick to Maestro because everybody so what, knows. That, that was 15, yeah? Yeah, it was 2012 was the first one, and then 2015 was the deluxe. Yeah. And then Sainsbury's thing was 2017, and they asked, what name are you? I said, Maest Diggy. They're like, are you sure? I said, yeah, Maest Diggy. All right, so let's lead up to that then, right? Mm-hmm. So it fucks up with Joey, but at the same time, you've had this. What, how did you get Australia? So Australia came about um, through, basically through Shorty Blitz. Um, he was working with uh, Sam Dutch, who's the promoter out there. And um, I think Sam was like, yeah, I want to try and, I really want to try and bring some UK acts out. Mm. And Shorty was like, here's your man, because of the fact that I can come out with a CD. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't need the DJ. Mm. I don't need a hype man. Yeah, so, just send me. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be the ambassador. Yeah, definitely. I got it. And um, so, yeah, that worked out. And so I was going out there very often, man, because for me, it was also like a bit of a get away from... Um, what was going on over here? Yeah, and, and you know, the, the, it's winter as well. Mm-hmm. I can go there and it's summer. You know what I mean? Christmas time, you're sweating on the beach and all that. Just chilling. Yeah, so it was really cool, that the vibe and the atmosphere. And then I was going there so often that I was like, man, I need to do some kind of release here. So that's why I did the Diggy Down Under. Sick. I noticed... Diggy down under. You know, I've been saying yeah. Mice Diggy from time. That's the other thing as well. The whole name change thing, I'm like, I've, I swear I knew him as Mice Diggy for time. Time, yeah. Time. You're one of the smart ones, bro. You're one of the ones that actually take note. Yeah. Whereas other people go, oh, I'm sorry, but, you know, like they're acting like it's some new name that's no, come you, up that's from nowhere. that's been your name. So it's, it's really weird, but I mean, you, you know, for me, it was like, it, it felt like just a fresh start as well. Like, I think Maestro, there's a bit of staleness from the... Well, you've got... The, like, there's stories yeah. that run along with it, all that type of shit. You yeah. can, you can like kind of free yourself a bit more by this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, um, just kind of off the back of the low life thing, once that happened, I was like, okay, I'm just going to... You know, me, I wrote bad battle bars for brain text. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, making up all this shit to kind of go at him, thinking... Yeah, yeah, man. This, this is going to be a sick battle. This is going to be like fucking Ether versus. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're feeling it though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, and it's stu- proper stupid for me to even think that when this guy's disappearing. Like, I think he he's he's working on that last album with um, C Swing with Black Einstein, but you know he was on his way out. He won't. He won't mm. care. So he didn't care. So I did all that, and then I thought. Why the fuck am I putting all this energy into this guy? You know what? I'm just going to do an EP and I'll call it, call it Fuck the Tax Man and I'll just abbreviate it to FDT. So for me, it was like, this is the therapy. I can get this out. I can sell it as just music for anyone to enjoy. But then I can also say the things to him that, that I wanted, wanted to, to hear. Say, yeah. You know, that I wanted to hear. Yeah. And anyone, anybody else who knows about it as well will yeah. hear it and go, oh. Cuts but it. otherwise, that's it. I just now and that's done. Yeah. So it was that's that was my therapy. That was the way I moved on from it. Whereas I know with others, it, you know, it might not have worked out the same way. But for me, I was like, look, I'm losing out with all that money that he's probably making off of whatever. But I'm gonna make a little something off of this. And your resolve to do that, like you had a, 
That was, was that your kind of, you didn't feel to give up? Nah, I didn't feel to give up because I was really, you got to remember, I was still working on with other people. I was doing, I wasn't signed to Eggs like all in one basket. And here's another thing that um, I haven't mentioned to a lot of people, but so I started doing the tip of the iceberg yeah. thing, mixtapes, yeah? yeah. So the first one, I, I did CDs for when I toured Australia with him and Disorder, which was 2004. So I went in 2003. Yeah. And then it was either later in, on in that year, we, we toured the uh, Virofunk album. Okay. Um, and I did, uh, so I'd done my first one, which is Tip of Iceberg one. And on that, I made sure not to put any low life shit on there. Even though them days mixtape was well, still now, but mixtapes was yeah, about freedom. rapping over other people's beats or yeah. Yeah, here's my tune on this or here's my tune on that. I made sure not to because I didn't know how he'd react to it and I didn't expect that he'd be too happy to see. Really you know what I mean? Man. I mean, that comes, it sounds like that comes from a place of respect. Mm. There's a place of respect there, but there's also quite good businessmen there. Common sense, like, man. Common sense. Yeah. Like, oh, hang on one minute. This... I'm building something here. Yeah. Let me not give him this brick. Nah, no, and, and, and lo and behold, my mum got upset. Like, I never knew, but until we got to Australia, yeah. and me, him and Disorder, in the, we're in this hotel room and chatting and that, and then he was, he was like, oh, you know, I thought you'd have pressed these with me. You know, pressed these with him. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. And, and then he was like, before he's even, imagine, this is before you've even read anything. You know the amount of time it takes to press stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's all this time he could have read the back of it. My man still didn't read it, but went, look, half of the shit on here is mine anyway. And then I'll go, bruv, look at the track list, track list. And I said to him, bruv, I knew you'd say that. Damn. You know, I knew you'd go and like that. So quite purpose, the friendly yeah. vibe, but so I purposefully yeah. made sure I didn't do that because yeah. I knew, just in case. Yeah. And then now you said that, you I didn't say it. this part. No, no, of course, in your mind you're yeah. thinking. Now you said that, I'm like, good, I know now. Like, yeah. yeah, for I've real, you are. You. You're going to yeah. be like so that. I already clocked that. Because, you know, funny. as a friend, he's got the right to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you'd come to me on that. But to pull up straight away, because I'm, you know... Because after shooting his mind anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, bro? Well... You look bit, at it. You're really presuming now. a bit fast, yeah. aren't you? And he didn't say he couldn't have nothing. And to carry that within the same breath, that means, yeah, it's a bit, bit premeditated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, in hindsight, so much shit, you know, like they say, in hindsight, everything's 2020. You're like, yeah. fuck, for real, man. This guy, this yeah. guy really did fucking have that in the back of his head, you know? Damn. Yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a fucked up thing. But like I said, man, you carried on. Yeah, I carried on because like, yo, this isn't the be all and end all of me. I've already been to the end yeah. for me. I've already been, the, yeah. the scariest things that I can think of that bother me, I've already been through. Yeah. The only thing that's left now is for me to die, how yeah. I die. Yeah. So all of this shit is just part of my journey. And unfortunately, sometimes that means that you're not, you don't take it, you know, the business side of it as serious as you should. Yeah. But fuck, I've enjoyed, I've been to Australia like, 13 times, I've been New Zealand, seven, eight times, you know what I mean? Like touring, all like, do, I've been doing shit where people are like, Met a million you don't have a manager, people. and you yeah. don't have a manager, or you don't have Sick. agent and all that. Like, You're not on a label. People all now still go, so what, do you do this full time? And I'm just, in my head, I'm like, right, you don't even know, like. Well, this yeah. is, yeah, so let's get to that. You don't even know, like, yeah, I do it full time. Like, this I, is. This is you. This is yeah. This you, yeah. is me. And I, the thing is, I like I said, you know, grew up, growing up the way I have, it made it so I'm not too scared to say this is how much it will cost. Yeah. Or no, I'm not going to do that unless you pay this. Or do you know what I mean? Because it don't. 
people, I feel, I feel like people take some, like themselves way too serious. Do you know what I mean? To the point where everything's like life or death when it isn't. It's like, bro, if it doesn't work out, you know, you could try again. Mate, I'm, I'm very guilty of that, man. Like, I, and I, had, I actually had to say it to myself today. Mm. You know, I'll go off in this job next week and it's stressful. I watched myself earlier and I was getting straight and I'm thinking, hang on one second, what you just said, and I think, hang on one, this is just a job. Yeah! That's just a job. Yo, bro. Hold yourself. You're letting that stress you, you're going to let you, like, your heart oh, break. Yo, I don't know what I feel like doing over money, over, it's like... See, we, this yeah. is money, ain't even about the money, it's like, what? I don't have to put myself to these people. Go and do the job, you'll be fine. Relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, seriously, this that. We do find ourselves in that. It's a good way to be. We've got to remember that. Pull right. back. And I, so I feel like I've, uh, you know, until I had done the ayahuasca, yeah. Right? Yeah. until I did the ayahuasca, I thought that everybody needs to have a, a near-death experience for them to be, to them, for them to like become yeah. more grounded. Yeah. Level up. That, but yeah, level out, become more grounded, more mm. in tune with you know what what's important. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I think we rant and rave about shit that ain't even important. Like, bro, does it really matter? Exactly. So you know that's why I did the Digman Freud EP because I came when I was traveling, driving back and forth, and this time I've been doing it a lot. And in around two thousand and nine, I just noticed like fucking hell, we're all everyone's kind of pissed off and depressed and going through this kind of weird, you know turmoil of like oh what's going on with the scene and you know like yeah, that at that yeah, point yeah. a lot like, of uncertainty yeah there was a lot yeah exactly a lot of uncertainty and so i felt like hey let me let me try and be the uh you know let's bring out dr digman freud in this and give you a bit of my philosophy as in me maestro you know as yeah. in me like this is how i think yeah and so but you know this is how i'm dealing with it this is what i yeah, see of it exactly, yeah, yeah, but yeah. mask it up under dr digman freud or whatever yeah. so i was hoping do you know what I mean? But sometimes it's like you hide things, uh, you know, like they say, hide it in a book or hide it in music. And people don't get it straight away. You've almost got to go, L- listen to this. Yeah. And people go, oh, shit, it. you know? And it sometimes takes two or three listens, mm-hmm. or two or three reads, or actually, some people are going to go, like, I'm going to listen back now. Yeah, like, listen to that for three years. Yeah. I mean, let me go and press play after this interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you know, we, 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 I love that about music. Right? the length of time it can take for you to really oh it's amazing yeah. the gems and especially and you know what even like the gems you would have learned and achieved and got past and then to hear it in an album that you would have heard 10 years previous 5 years previous and you didn't pick up on it I still think that's really nice yeah, because subliminally it might have hit you it just didn't super consciously hit you yeah I like it so hopefully that album did do more than you and it probably did do more than what you think I, I presume it did I, it's a dope album I, yeah, not, not one of my favourites of yours but mm. it's a dope album yeah that was all Flip and uh, oh yeah and Jess produced the yeah. joint and then Swerve as well so yeah I mean yeah it's one of them I can tell like not everybody's going to love it because it is just mainly one producer like he wanted to do it and for me it was like hey another guy okay he's but the this is after the eyelash yeah. you know and, and exactly but it's the messages that run through it that would be nice for you mm. to pick up on man that's the thing that was the important part exactly. for me exactly. it was like yo everyone's going oh, what the hell's going on here and for me I love being able to like I love the freedom of I can write about whatever I want yeah you know like yeah. for me that's just beautiful that have you always felt like that or did you feel at some point you were right into an audience and a scene and then you grew yeah. even more 
I'll tell you what, because I'm like, I'm Aquarius, isn't it? Okay. So I'm quite rebelistic, quite like, everyone goes that way, I'll go this way. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and you'll you shout tell, from over there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can tell from my music, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying yeah, to, yeah. you know. There's no conformity. Nah, not yeah. at all. And so, for, that's what I wanted. As soon as people started going, yo, sick punchline MC, yo, one of the sickest, wait, punchline MC, punchline, I was like, hmm. I don't want people to just look at me as that because then all I'm ever going to get is stuff to do is with that. punchlines. Yeah. Whereas that's not what I can't Or only be appreciated. For. If I keep doing it, they're going to miss the other things. Exactly. And so for me, it was like, I don't want to, it just to, I don't want you to focus on the punchline. I want you to focus on the punch song, yeah. the punch album, the, yeah. you know? Yeah. Make it bigger than just... This is a body. Yeah, it's a body, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, I was like, okay, that's where I started doing all right, you're going to get some awkward thief or you're going to get some nutrition or you're going to get, you know, just shit like, what the fuck made him think to do that? You know, or I remember recording Awkward Thief and um, I did that bit, there's that eight bar bit, I'm quick enough to steal the hands from your pockets without, yes. take, was it? I'm quick enough to yeah. take the hands from, well, take the cash out of your wallet. Ah, I can't even remember what I knew, but yeah. you know, anyway, yeah. look for Music Maestro and then uh, the Awkward Thief. And I remember recording that bit and then Joe stopped it, he turned around and he went, that's a bit mad, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. In my head, I was like, exactly. Yeah. I just wanted to do yeah. shit that no one was doing, do you know what I mean? For me, it's always been about... Break a boundary. Yeah, break a boundary. Be an yeah. artist that there isn't, you know, yeah. be someone that there isn't. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. going to sheep. I can't sheep. And there's nothing wrong with it, because some of us need to do that mm. in order to, for other things to happen. Mm. But you seem to have been fighting that the whole way. Because, you know what, since, since, the, since me, so I started listening to UK Hip Hop in 2001, and uh, through my friend Tylo, and, um, but hip hop way before, obviously. Yeah. But, um, the homegrown scene is like... Yeah, yeah, it's different. But so, anyway, 2001, and when I first heard you, it was different. Mm. You weren't in the same box as far as... You've never been in that box as far as I, I was concerned. And like everyone, you know, the kings of the game, obviously none of you lot are in boxes. Yeah. I'm not going to put Task Force in a box with Jess, then we're in a box with Rodney. No, you're, they're all in your own box. But the point being, especially those earlier years, and I'm not talking about mid-90s or late-90s, yeah, but the early 2000s, no, no, no. it's still a coming-up age. Definitely. And you were different then. Yeah, you were different then. Right, in, yeah. a, in a great way, not in a... Oh shit! Is that much? No, no. Yeah, no. Nah, I tried, and I tried that. I think a big part of that was not being in the crew as well. Yeah. The only people, so I was with them lot, genuine article. Yeah. And it, but I was like the punchline rapper, or the, or the hype. I was on stage, like moving around, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then, then I remember all those names for you as well. Early, yeah. Punchline rapper. I remember all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. street of punchline rapper. Yeah, I knew yeah. that was the thing. I'd always get that, and it was cool. But then it was like. Yeah, but everyone can kind of do punchlines. I don't want to be that, just yeah. that. And that's not just what I am either. The main thing is I like to entertain, and I know that in hip-hop... That works. That works, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, shit, I'll kick you in your leg so hard you get brain damage. You know, or just whatever crazy stuff. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's got to venture. It's got to be more than just the lyric. Yeah. You know, like, there'll be people who be like, yo, my rhymes make you blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, so where are the rhymes that make you do that exactly? I used to think <laughs> like that. And yeah. then I'm like, yo, I've got to make these rhymes that... If actually, I'm going to say that, yeah, there has to be some... And on top of that, let me stop saying that. Let me just do it. Let me just... Yeah. So people, you know, everyone else can say, yo, these rhymes are blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, man, in terms of artistry, that's what the stuff I love is the fact and that... This, um... Making sure that it became what it did, making sure it became full-time. Mm. Like... You put it, you're putting in all this work, you've released 
fuck knows, double digits long time ago, you know what I mean, in terms of releases now. Mm. So you're, you're at it, hard work all the time, and you get to do other things like the thing for Sainsbury's. Yeah. Like, what pushed you into making sure that you could just constantly do this full time or just make basically your decision every day full time? Yeah, I think like um, the main part was like the fact that I could see it could be done. Okay. You know, like I saw that I could sell CDs, I could sell vinyl, I could sell t-shirts. Yeah. And then doing shows, like touring really was like the mechanism that made me think, okay, shit, you could make a living off of this. I could talk throughout the year sort of thing. Yeah. But obviously you've got to be smart. It's a lot of work, but yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of travelling, a lot of work, keeping your body healthy before jumping around and performing and whatnot. And then obviously maintaining your my own presence. So uh, what I saw, this is where I learned it from, was my friends that are backing singers. Mm-hmm. I saw that they were working with this band, that band, they'll be doing this solo thing, they'll be doing that. And I was like, why can't I do that? I'm not a singer, I'm a rapper. Yeah. But yo, people like rap now. Yeah. It's, it's quite normal to have a an a eight bar rap somewhere yeah. or whatever. And then also I had the experience from the jungle thing of being able to host and whatnot. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So I knew that there's I could do job hosting. I could I'm sorry. I could earn money hosting. I could earn money as an artist performing my own song. I could earn artist as a guest rapper for a band. You know yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are places to go in, in each avenue. You can you can be doing what you want to do. Yeah, may not be the thing you want to do full time. Exactly. No. but I'm still within my own vein here. Like I'm in my own, my own lane. And I'm not having to pretend to be something no. else that I'm not. No. In order to. Be, you know, everyone was like, famous, or be famous and make money and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but you, you realise, once you get to a certain point, that, shit, these people, I don't want to be around this. this is and a, also, like, that's, quick money ain't, doesn't answer many questions, nice money, man. Yeah. Nah, it don't. Yeah. And that, that quick rise is sharp falls. This, mm. That disillusion of fame is crazy. Easy come, easy go. Yeah, I mean, that's how you've got to look at it. But so you're, you, you've kept this amazing work ethic. Mm. And it's like, I, I feel like it's just the more, you know, the 10,000 hours thing, the more yeah. you do it, it's almost the easier it becomes. Yeah. And not necessarily to say, yeah, it's easy for me to just sit down and write, blah, 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 but it's like the process of it isn't as much of a mission as it used to be when, you know, if you said to me now, oh, can you write a rap about my watch on, you know, it's whatever time it is now. Mm. I'm confident enough that I could do that. Yeah, that's but your Before, yeah. I'd be like, oh, what do I, um, would you, what am I supposed to say? What? Like now I know where I need to put my mind. Okay, let me think from the watch's point of view. Let me think from the hand's point of view. Let me think, you know, the person. You've done this so many times. Yeah, exactly. You've done the 10,000 hours. You know, you know, so many different angles to go at. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, it's not a mission to, yeah. and then the same thing was natural. like the, the final sort of, if I needed to make a commercial song, if I needed to, Say I did get signed and I had to do all of that, I know I could do it and still be me doing it. Yeah. So like I'll give people this example. I did a song called Cockadoodle Do 2012. I was pissed off, I nearly quit. Uh-huh. But it was like, okay, let me just say everything I need to say on this hip hop better wake up. And then you know, so if you listen to that, it's all aggy yeah. and whatnot. But then I can still turn around and do the UK wrap up, so I can do the same with that. Yes, right? yum, yum, yum. So grannies, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like yeah, I yeah. said before, the freedom of being able to do that and still be me. I thought when I got sent the thing about Sainsbury's, I was like, uh, you know that thing of are you selling out or not? You know what I mean? Fuck! I used to work in Sainsbury's. My mum still works in yeah. Sainsbury's. So what? All the money I spent there, you know, on, shopping. 
I can't get that back. And lo and behold, they wanted it to be authentic as well. That was the beautiful thing about it, is they didn't want it to be some commercial artist or they mm. didn't want someone to, hey, listen to this corny Sainsbury song, you know? They wanted it to be a song of its own. That held something. Yeah, and I, I, I can do You want me to rap about food, about dancing and cooking? What? what? I got you. Got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was more like, hmm, how well, do that's, I do it's that? Like, having, um, it sounds like, um, like a, a stand-up comedian or a comedian. Bruv, spot, let me spot you for that. Spot on, bruv, spot on. I'm more inspired by comedians and free runners than I am rappers now. Because be you've, the way you, <laughs> you've just explained your tool, which is just you, mm. and like, like a stand-up. Me, my tool, it comes through the medium that's in my hand. So the marking medium that's in my hand. Whether that's a computer or a pencil, a spray can or whatever. But that's how I express. Or if someone hires me, that's what they're hiring, is that part of the expression. And what you just explained sounded so natural and so like, it sounds like a stand-up comedian. Mm. Because that's all they've got. Yeah, and that's all, yeah. That's That's all they've got. That's basically all you've got. And the other thing as well, I've worked with, I've been in a salsa band. Okay. I've been in a Brazilian bateria band. Yeah. I've been in a, like a reggae hip hop band. You've been experimenting. I've done jungle, I've done, yeah. you know, so it's like, I have an understanding of what all these different crowds would be into and what they might like, and also what it might take for me to grab them. So if it's like, okay, stop the music, let me do an acapella, then I'll do Blue Planet, or I'll do, uh, my ostentatious, you know, I'll do stuff yeah. where they're like, yo, that was fucking deep. You just put me into a zone for four or five minutes. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And then bam, I've got them for the rest of the night because they're like, I got to hear somebody saying. So, Mice, you've, su- you've surpassed UK hip hop culture. Mm. You've surpassed the culture. And in a, in a very respectful way, not in a way that it's belittled or any way no, like that. No, 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 that's not the point. In the same way I have with graffiti, graffiti raised me. Yeah. It's made me who I am. It's made this room, everything I've produced and done, yes. But what, but what I do now, I've surpassed it. It's not it. Yeah. Not in a dis- you've surpassed hip hop. Mm. Like in a, yeah, it's now, it's just you and your tool. Yeah, it's a tool. And, yeah. it's, it's a part, and, and the, the bottom line is, it's a wow. form of entertainment. Um, and it's it's very current now. It's not as weird now for people to hear someone rapping. Do you know what I mean? Whereas it, it, there was a time yeah. it was like, huh? I did last year. I did the work for Mozilla. You know, Firefox. Yeah. Yeah. Their um, festival they do um, once a year. It's all like techie stuff, all to do with you know okay. innovation. What's happening with, and all yeah. that shit? And they asked me, um, can you basically do like a wrap up of what the festival will be about? So they gave me all the briefs, the information. And this, bruv, this was like, you know, during the ayahuasca. So I went out there. Wow. I didn't know if I was doing it yet. But then I've done the ayahuasca. Sorry, as in the job. I didn't know if I was doing yeah. that yet. Done that ayahuasca thing and then got the email. Yep, you've got the job. And so it was like, I'm recovering from this thing. But then, okay, I've got to come back. Yeah. And go straight into this job, which was basically write a, a tune, you know, three verses and choruses and whatnot about the festival learn this song and perform it in five days. And make it extremely relevant. Yeah, yeah. Which was, yeah, that wasn't even the hard part because they, yeah. But no, well, right. I suppose that's you, but you don't right. have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, I, I, you know, usually you do ayahuasca and then you're meant to take two, three weeks of just like yeah, processing rest. and dealing with that. Yeah, rest and all that. 
but I did uh, maybe about a week and then just went straight. And when we were flying home, I started writing it. Fuck. Yeah, because I was like, I, I know I can do this. Yeah. So even on top of that, it's like, I can do this when I'm not even fully here. Yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you got to test yourself, with it? So like, do you... Because, so you, you haven't really got any constraints, yeah? And it is, it is. My mm. Diggy, the entertainer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There, mm-hmm. there were no constraints and the words can come out, I suppose, in the future in various different patterns. Yeah, how I won. Like you said, you've been in salsa and Brazilian bands and, you know, but like, wow, that's nuts. Yeah. I don't think I've, I think I've heard, I've heard millions of interviews actually, I don't think I've ever chatted to anyone on this level mm. from the culture, mm. That's, which is quite nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. So when you say that, you mean as in... I, I mean, as in... Those sort of experiences. Well, no, because it seems to me, and my preconception of you as well, was you were fully hip-hop. Mm. You are fully hip-hop, but you've your skill was just... I don't know, uh, but it's like it's like it's the thing, man. Hip hop. It's a very hard it? thing to explain. What I'm on Think about, about this, What is hip hop made of? What yeah. is it made from? Yeah. Like what type styles of music? Yeah. Nearly it's fucking everything. Everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's. The, well, so in terms of when people say, like, I still have the the barriers of like knowing this is hip hop as in the traditional form of it. This is more rap. This is people rapping on other style of beats. This is not made in the same vein as a traditional yeah. hip-hop beat and then this is another offspring. the tree is amazing you know what i mean yeah and so i still have those sort of barriers but i understand that hip-hop came from fucking virtually everything yeah. from jazz rock uh bebop you know what i mean yeah. um you know all the drums all from the, africa like, drums from africa uh, you know what i mean salsa this that so th- th- it made me realize that fuck i'm hip-hop as fuck man yeah. you know what and, I mean? like, that's why because like, I was faced, I faced the same question, the sellout question. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because you're doing. I faced that, and I faced it. I faced it. I first opened my shop in 2003. Wow. Right. So there was no other shop. Yeah. Although I have recently found out, big ups the guy up in Bristol. Um, well, he's living in Bristol now. He had a shop open a bit before me. I didn't know that. Anyway, I, so it was pointing the finger and the whole question of selling out. And then when I did a couple of other things later on, but. That that's only we've got to remember that's a different that's a certain part and for a certain time of hip hop that you go through. Friend was of a, mine, yeah. Yeah, and, and we have to carry it yeah. for a bit. Integrity. Yeah, you have to. But when the question comes and you know you've got the stripes, I've done this, that and the third, yeah. I can definitely accept this. And if it does transcend me, if it does move me on, yeah. yes, sell out that. But it's, we, we carry that within hip-hop and then... Because no other culture does it. I don't think the rock musicians do it as they grow up. I think to an extent. I think every culture has its like, oh, that's, that's, that's haram, that's sellout, that's yeah. wrong. Every culture has that to an extent, yeah? But what we've learned in hip-hop is that... Or what you learn in general is that you can, quote-unquote, sell out, but you can still keep your integrity. That's the thing. And the bottom line is, integrity with if it. we talk about selling out... Everybody wants to. Who doesn't want to sell all their? Well, that's the other thing, yeah. yeah. But what you don't want to do is sell your soul. Yeah. You don't want to sell your soul. You don't want to lose that thing that actually keeps the integral part of what you're designing or what you're making or what you're 
creating. Yes. But when you, you know, so you doing a corporate job and doing really well from that, and then going on to do more corporate work, and then forgetting who you were, yeah. you're selling yourself. That's a problem. But if you're yeah. still remembering who you were, if everybody who could speak to you back then can still speak to you the same way, yeah. and remember as well, like people got to remember that side of like when they go, oh yeah, they start changing. Everyone around you starts changing when you when you become more successful yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. because they think you're gonna be different. They yeah. think, oh, he thinks he's they the shit. So they start treating you like that, in, and, and that happens. Yeah. If you're if you if you're grounded enough, if your core is there. That that won't bother you. You were like, ah, whatever. You lot are suck. You know, yeah. I had. I, I was like, you lot stop talking to me like that, man. Yeah. Everything's normal. Don't yeah. talk to me like, oh, bro, you, you know, this yeah, famous yeah. thing. And that. Don't do that. I don't want none of that. I I got a couple of my mates told me to, I had to tone myself down a bit. The, the ego, it's a spark. It hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hit me. The and, um, I was young as well, but um, and I was grateful for them to do that for me. But so we do hit it. You know what I mean? But. Um, you yeah, you're right. Integrity is the main thing, and that's why a sellout becomes non-apparent. It's like, no, no, no. You you see what I'm bringing here. Yeah. Like integrity is coming here, full frontal. Like exactly. That that's it. Like and right. that's why we're moving forward. Yeah. Because I know how to bring integrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just no, keep that right. with you. You yeah. keep that into you. Remember, like what it is that you that made you love this mm. thing or made you enjoy it. And, and then you keep that there. Yeah. Somebody else. Can and find that in it exactly, and if it and if it can't be placed, and that's when you don't do it. If the yeah. integrity can't, well, it's a simple question. Yeah. Or maybe we do find other ways around it, but you ideally don't. But yeah, I just think people don't know. They don't uh, like. Uh, I think there were people that definitely sell out purposefully. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck, I just want to make money. But then I think there are some people that don't even realize that they're so they're losing their soul. They don't realize that like, shit. What they built. Where's all every, yeah, yeah, what they built. Where's yeah. everyone around me that was here six months ago? Like, how come I don't speak to so and so as much? And you know what I mean? And you, and you start to lose, you lose touch. But you can keep that touch within yourself yeah. if you, you know, if you're grounded enough. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a, it's a fucking. We're talking, we're talking about a hard thing for people to do as well. I think, Definitely, especially man. in this day and age, like the choices. I mean, the Sainsbury swing for you was quite recent. My choices were they were in the mid two thousands. The things I'm on about, so I wasn't. It wasn't about getting likes on social media, yeah. putting up photos of what I was getting up to or whatever. So it was, it was kind of different mm. and earlier on. Nowadays, the pressure, that pull to sell out must be fucking high, man. Yeah. Like, chuck oh, daily. Yeah, I think now. Come over, come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's constant, man. Yeah. It's constant. It's like, we're, we're, you know, society's built now to, to based off of that, like mm. begging people to... Come and check this, like this, hear this, repost this, like, share, retweet. You, know, you could be it, this, you know. And yeah. It's all for me, me, me. For mine, bigger, bigger. So it's all like it's all almost like they're trying to make our nature be to feed the ego, which is dangerous because look what the ego's done, man. Yeah. Wars are built off of that shit. You know what I mean? Power, control. Yeah, power and control. And um, so that, that's one thing that does worry me, like you know, nowadays. Um, with all of this shit is like it's just feeding into the ego the ego system yeah. you know what I mean where people I feel like the, the you know a lot of people suffering from depression and anxiety and things like that it might not be a good place for them to be on right. people who worry about look you know the, the, how they look and it's not a good place to be in. Yeah. you're just going to constantly be shown this is not you this is not you you could be like this yeah. you know 
I Holy mean, the, shit, the putting helpful. yourself out there shit is a... <coughs> and even half, <coughs> half the watching. We're not seeing everyday reality on this shit, man. No matter how yeah. real it seems, and how easy it seems, it isn't the everyday reality. We just see the good parts. Yeah, it? you're hearing a beautiful conversation right now. It's been lovely. I had a fucking stressful day. You wouldn't want to be in here today, mm. watching me fucking worry and stress and be pissed off and upset and not know what's going on. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. I wouldn't have ever talked about that. Or yeah. really, or you don't blog that. You don't take blog. Nah, you don't. don't yeah, that. people don't want to know about nah, that. Exactly. You know, they, and they that's the thing. We, we we get lost in that shit, man. It's, it's, but again, back to that whole Me Too shit, man, and integrity, and you know the the things that have happened, the, the million plus people that are on the streets of London. That's keeping integrity, I think, part of the storyline, is that movement. So yeah, we're, we're, we're at, again, we're back to that thing about this very interesting time in society. Mm. But there is a, there's a good movement happening to make sure you know, integrity in the work. Yeah, yeah, which is, yeah, which is, that's the plus side of it all. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I do think um, the fact that, you know, the big difference, I think what it is, like what we're, what we're trying to get at is the fact that now, communication is just like bam 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 it's like that yeah. there's stuff you wouldn't have heard about you know now we hear about someone dying people are like yo man so many people are dying mm. lately it's like yo people have been dying all the time it's just we, now you're hearing about you're it you're hearing the news straight away we've got much more news than we've ever had before yeah 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 yeah. we've That's obviously got yeah, we've obviously got problems going on but yeah we, we lots of sensation and we've never had this much news offered to us ever yeah, ever, and I don't, and I don't even think it's natural to us to be able to get all this information right. so freely and so quickly, and that might be the problem. That yeah. might be why we're in these. Well, so, and it, that pushes anxiety. That pushes depression. Exactly. We're getting overloaded with information. Now, now we're already naturally, naturally human beings. We've already got that shit in us. Levels. There's chemicals in our system that are a bit out. We're not all the same. Imbalance, yeah. yeah, they're a bit imbalanced. Some of us are more anxious than others. Some of us get depressed yeah, more than others because it's chemical imbalance. Yeah. And if those chemicals are pushed and worn out, you're getting fucked. Yeah. And we're, so we, yeah, basically, intake is very careful. This is what, I, for me, I learned this like early, the days when Trisha was on TV. Trisha, and all that, shit. You know, that shit. And like the news will come on and you're like, Fuck man. And I remember I was going through this time where I was like, man, the world is fucked, the world is fucked. I was like, this is not good, man. I keep seeing this and that. Like, stop watching the news. Stop reading the paper. You know what I mean? I was reading the paper, watching the yeah, news. Yeah, I stopped yeah. all of that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And I remember yeah. like, fuck man. I remember when I used uh, that shit was depressing, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't watch EastEnders. People, yeah, I tell people stop watching all that bullshit. Yeah. Like EastEnders, come on, man. Bro, I stopped watching that ten years ago. Bro, is it not people? Ian Bill. Yeah. Man, it looks fucked. Like yeah. when you watch uh, EastEnders, you see Ian Bill. You want like you're yeah. depressed. Yeah, That's what, I couldn't watch it anymore. It got literally it was about ten years ago, and I was an avid watcher. I just mm. thought this shit's upsetting me, and the same as the news because I'm, I'm exactly the same with the news thing. I'm very selective now about how I read and take in my news. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm like everyone else and do pick up the Petri- Metro or whatever every day and have a little, quick look, but. You don't in. take it in as No, as, yeah. I, when I want to take in news, I go somewhere to take it in. But that's how I thought EastEnders was like, what the fuck is this shit making me depressed every yeah. day? This is killing great. me with this horribleness. This shit's great. It's it's proper. Get out here. Ugly, man. It's like, nah, I, don't, I want to enjoy myself, man. I want to enjoy life. What am I sitting down watching this bullshit for? No, too too much. But look, on a, let's finish up on a positive spin. So how, like, your everyday then at the minute is just, it's, it's creating, it's yeah, finding yeah. more work. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. What yeah, you looking for more work, 
Yeah, I did, I did some youth work um, back in the day. Like, yeah. uh, the last thing I did was um, quite a good one, actually. It was, with, uh, it was a charitable thing. We did it over, was it six weeks? or No, four weeks. Sorry, mm-hmm. with, um, what's her name? Shout out to Amy True. Yeah, I did that with Amy True. Um, but yeah, I haven't done that in a while. But So now it's more, um, I want to focus more on making a lot more material. Okay. So I've done the tip of the iceberg three, yeah. um, which is Thank out. You. Loving it. Uh, thanks, man. So that's really out now at all digital stores. And then I've got CDs and uh, vinyl coming as well. Good. And then uh, some teas as well. So, you know, just get more merch yeah. out there. And then working on a new album with um, one of the producers off that um, tape called Keith Price. Okay. I've got an album with him called Giant, The Giant Leap. An album with him, yeah? Yeah, so Sick. I'm just going to finish that off and get that going. And then, so I just want to do more material, do yeah. more of these tip of the icebergs. Like, I want to try and do them what, like once a year, if not every nice. other year, so that I've got that, you know yeah. what I mean? Just keep writing on the side. Yeah. It's, it's handy because you get beats from different producers and you might be like, oh, where's this going to go? Where's yeah. that going to go? Now, I can be like, yeah, let me just blend it all in. And, and it's so, good to be consistent with that shit, man. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And that way you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then obviously work with other labels to put out um, the, 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 the LPs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to do more of that. And the corporate side of things, I've been touring with um, Pete Tong and the Heritage Orchestra. Wow. So that's like, yeah, so that's freaking dance music. You know, they, they yeah. do IP for classics, isn't it? Okay. And um, so we did, uh, I did two tours with them last year and there should be some more coming up this year. Oh. Uh, working with a band from France called Smokey Joe and the Kid. Amazing. Uh, from Bordeaux as well and they're, they're working on their new album now so over like 2015 and 2016 we did over like 140 something shows or something like what that. yeah just like in and so I was like you know so with this Brexit thing I'm oh, like man bro, come on don't fuck my shit yeah, up yeah bro, I'm like come on man you know what I'm doing alright here yeah. Jesus Christ Paying the tax, uh, Jesus. Cheese, drinking all these red wines. Come on, bro. <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, you, so that's another weird one, anyway. But yeah, yeah, so working with that, and then there are other projects in the in the pipeline that I'm um, doing as well. So yeah, man, it's just constant, like you said. But it's something that I love. Yeah. So it doesn't feel as the work side for me is more the admin stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it feels like. That's work. what the same for me. Yeah. Like I'll I'll create. I, I give over so much creation yeah. when I work, but it's the fucking paperwork part of it and we're talking about all that shit. Yeah. That's, that, side that's, makes, that's the work work. That's the side that makes you feel like when you look at it and you're like, bro, man, I swear I should have done more stuff and you're like, fuck, it's because I've got to do all this other yeah, shit. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just maintain and, and got find it. your balance, yeah, find yeah, yeah. your... Um, hey, it can't, we can't have it all. Nah. Like, you know what I mean? We have to have some fight in there. Exactly. Like, and yeah. you just find your workflow within yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, okay. I like having deadlines. I and like... let's be honest, man, it just improves us. Exactly. It does. It's yeah. it's hard work, as all things. If you do it, it will just improve your Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what that I'm saying. Really you start it. finding your work, yeah, yeah, you start understanding, exactly. okay, you I've go. got to do this. It's probably going to take this amount of time. Let me make that time to yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah. even like there's stuff And now next time it'll be easier. Yeah. All of that. Like, you know, yeah, even the other day, Shorty Blitz, he's like, yo, I've got this tune, blah, blah, blah. You sent me the beat. Heard the beat, I'm like, hmm. I just start thinking about it straight away. Why should I wait for yeah. whenever? When well, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it can be done, man. Yeah. And then it just makes. Now I like even doing drips and drabs throughout a week, and then by the end of the week, I've got. Build something done. nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like not even part of 
any day. It hasn't yeah. taken up time, really. Nah. Yeah, nah. I've created this right the Yeah, that's my break from this other yeah, shit yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. really, you know, having to focus on. Or that's fun, so yeah, it's fun, man. Gotta find the fun in it, my beloveds. Got you, man. Listen, my that was a wicked story, brother. Thank you, brother. Man. Good chatting to you, man. I really appreciate you fucking inviting me up as well, oh, man. That's how I know I'm doing something now. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you get invited to Rare Kind podcast. Jeez. Wicked, man. I really appreciate it. It was sick. Proper right, lovely right. to hear. And as I say, it's like, look, I'm, I'm not, obviously, I know a load of rappers and they're all, a lot of them are good friends of mine. Mm. And I'm not putting them down in any way. And I, it just, what I, it, that comparison with stand-up comedy and that, um, like the surpassing of the culture, thing, it just sounds like you've, yeah, there, there's something, you know, basically you've done something bigger than what it was you came from. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 for sure. There's, I definitely it, there's feel There's a lot like of places that. it's going to end up bringing you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, and that's why I feel like there's that so skill, much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's why I felt confident enough to go, no, I'm changing my name now. Yeah. That's what, there's, there's a whole lot more. I'm still getting discovered every day. There's still people like, yeah. no, uncles have never heard of you. Yeah. And, shit like that. and that's beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Like, Second, to have that. There's a fucking massive back catalogue as well to catch up on. Yeah. <laughs> it's banging though. Yeah, thanks, man. There's loads there. Appreciate it, bro, man. Yeah. More to yeah. come, though, man. Try yeah, of course. No, that's wicked. Yeah, Listen, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, man. Thank you, bro. Wicked. Well, we got another one, an unconventional one at the start there. When he got to the studio, we just started talking. So I pressed record and I thought, we'll get there sometime. I know it took an hour to get to his story, but that was some dope chat. And again, another surprising turn up for the books. That happens when I have these chats. I found out my sneeze bloody died from TB. God damn. Hell of stuff at that age. Doctors look into his eyes and telling him some dark truths when he's about to step out into the world. Gave him an amazing outlook on it though, hey? Real dope hearing those stories on the come up as well. All that work he put in, the places he got to go to, the steps he took along the way, all that drama and pitfalls as well. Didn't move him. I love his outlook on life. Really calm, non-expectant. He just does and continues to. Dope guy makes dope music. Go and check his catalogue. There's fucking loads out there. Tip of the Iceberg 3 is sick and it's out now. It's his latest release. Great piece of work. Yeah, sick mice. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm off to Dublin tomorrow at long last, about to start this project. I've got a sick team of artists out there to work with. We're going to produce a mad way of artwork, which I'm really looking forward to doing. But while I'm there, I'm also going to interview a few of them, which will be wicked. Really looking forward to putting them up on the F24. Really looking forward to putting them up on F24. Remember, there's that website, f24.com, Instagram, F24 podcast. Actually, the website's f24podcast.com, sorry. Anyway, we won again. Definitely won again. Art wins. We spoke about it. And remember, love your city and love your culture. Until next time, this is F24.